start this show. <laughs> What's up, my characters? We are live today, Saturday evening, September the 2nd of 2023. I want to thank y'all for coming in and joining the live today. You know I got my girl on deck. Shine the Gossip is always on deck with us. What up, boo? Hello. How's it going today? It's going pretty good. Happy uh -huh. Saturday, everybody. Happy Saturday, right? Long weekend we for some people. Not me, but some people. Yeah, long weekend. Oh, yeah, I'm here for this long weekend all the time. I'm always ready for a long weekend. Hey, my Karen, what's going on? Thanks for joining Hi, Karen. How you doing? Yeah. We are getting everything going. Hey, I want to make sure that you guys uh, stay tuned and connected. So make sure that you like the live and share the live and also make sure you are following us on our other platforms as well we are on tiktok under six foe we are on um twitch under six foe and of course facebook and youtube we are under six's word on the card so you know uh oh i told you sean we are not able to go live on tiktok did i not oh shoot we coming up Girl, absolutely. And you know, I don't wanna you shoot, we need a round of applause for that one because it took a minute for us to get to a thousand followers on the TikTok. But nonetheless, we are there. So thank you guys so very much. We appreciate it. And we may have to go live on the TikTok just to say a couple of words and stuff like that. Um, after we get done with our live, it's just not too late. So definitely thank you guys for that um so let's get into it we got a few things we got to discuss today and one of the things child i swear to god and this is why i named the title of this one called microphone check one two because <laughs> i don't know let me tell y'all something i don't know what's going on lately with this whole shebang bang tour with 50 cent or whatever but apparently now i guess there may be charges brought up against him because he was live at a show and the microphones were not working and he ended up throwing two microphones and one of the hype microphones hit power 106 host brianna in the head Girl, and, and when I tell you the picture is like a big dash in her head, I was like, oh, my God, I cannot believe that he would do something like that. Now, I don't think he intended for this to hit her, but no, no. you got to be girl. careful. Like, Fitty, why you cluck that girl upside the head? Oh, my God. I, look at that dash, though. Y'all can check this out on the Neighborhood Talk Instagram page, you guys. They're saying, you know, she got, look at this big dash in her forehead. I, I, yeah, I can I see a lawsuit, Fitty. Lawsuit yeah. on board. Because you shouldn't have done you know, that. You have to be careful when you're um, throwing things around, especially considering um, 
you know, you on stage with a lot of people standing back there looking. You just got Uh oh, it sounds like we losing you. You going in and out, Sean. But yeah, I do agree that you got to be careful. Now I understand that he was having some kind of technical difficulties with the um mics and stuff like that. But he definitely should not have been throwing the mics uh at people or down towards where people were standing. So here's here I got the clip of him um going, and I got some other clips as well, you guys. Um, so we're gonna have to get into this because I thought this was just like terrible. So here's where where he was at the concert, and he was saying somebody getting fired. Let's take a listen. But you can see he threw the first one down that first time. Look at it. I mean, that was the second time. Woo! He had to switch the mic again. And I get he was pissed off, but dang, like he threw it. He didn't care where he threw it at that second time around either. Uh, so, you know, Moni Love. Yeah. She posted 50 Cent just threw his mic hard AF and hit a girl face and it was all bloody. He getting sued. And I just think that's super nope. bad. You know what I'm saying? That's just bringing bad energy to his concerts and everything. But I do want to go ahead and show you guys this other clip that I was able to get. Um, because this other clip actually is him talking to the audience, telling them you know what was going on and why he was so upset with um the production crew and he and I, when i say he went in kind of hard as hell on them which rightfully so you do all of these preparations and stuff to get get everything together for your show and you do um you know you do a run through you do a run through with your crew and everything like that. You come in for practice and stuff like that. And you expect for it to be up and ready when the show starts. So I get that part. Well, they, they, he wasn't having it. So I got the clip of him explaining it to the audience of what was happening. And they were saying it was still a good show. Um, but let's take a listen to what he said on this. Who child? Sounding today's shit. I pay these motherfuckers a lot of money, man. They fuck this shit up. Yeah. You're supposed to make mistakes when you pay big money. You're supposed to pay attention. You're supposed to pay attention. It's alright, though. If you can take a picture of me, you can take a picture of me, too. Remember, this is motherfuckers gonna be gone. Trust me. And I was leaving, I said, hold up, hold on. I got a DJ, he had fucking death. I said, hold up, hold on. Chuck, you heard me when I said, hold on, Chuck. Oh, stop, 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 stop. 
Let's go. Peace. San Diego, we love you. San Diego, make some noise. We love y'all. He even went ham on the dog on DJ because the DJ wasn't on time with what he was trying to do. He told him to hold on. Like, come on, y'all. What, what? Are we having issues with following directions? Like, I would be pissed off, too, if you weren't doing what I'm paying you to do. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like he was upset because his show wasn't running professionally and smoothly like he liked it. But, you know, you can't take your frustration out that way, Fitty. You can't do it. You're a grown man, sir. You know, a lot of people like this is not something that has not happened throughout concerts, you guys. You know what I'm saying? Because you are paying them a lot of freaking money to make sure that they get it right. You know what I'm saying? So if like if he's telling you to hold on or do whatever, that's what you need to be doing. And in regards to the microphones not working, like why weren't his microphones working? Like, didn't y'all have everything together and test everything? Like, even when you do your run through, but like right before the concert start too, you should be making that, making sure that all the microphones for all the guests are up and running as well. You know, he was wrong for throwing that microphone. Oh, child, he threw that mug hard that second time around. I was like, oh, that was just. Girl, can you imagine baby. just standing there and then all of a sudden, boom? Oh man. Yeah. You get hit hard as I don't know what with a damn microphone. Oh, that was just oh, oh, crazy. Dang. Oh, yeah. well, I guess they I mean, hopefully he doesn't get a battery charge, which is what they're the charge I heard that they could possibly be pursuing. He just needs to um call old girl, pay her medical bills, give her some coin, and that's that. Yeah, well, I know how petty fifty is, so I don't know. I really want to see how this is gonna pan out. You know, I hope I hope he does compensate because that was filed. She didn't deserve that, especially, you know, she wasn't part of the dang production crew either. I'm not saying you should be over there whacking production crews over the head with it, but I mean, definitely, if you was gonna throw something at somebody, that's who it should have been at. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ideally. Yes. Well, moving on, child. Moving on. Um, Y'all, we got to talk about this whole Jay-Z Bible movie situation that's going on. I don't know what in the world is up with this. There are a lot of people that are coming out bashing him about this new, you know, movie that he is uh, uh, produced and it's called the book of Clarence. And of course I got the trailer for it. Uh, but let me just let y'all know, I am going to be like going in and out of it because there, I, which I could not believe he got the okay to use a print song in the background. But that just threw me for a loop because there is no way that I believe that if Prince was still alive today, he would have granted them to use his song during this trailer. I'm, a, I'm just going to be honest. There is no way, especially if he knows that you are not on the same boat when it comes to God and all of this other stuff. Now, there are a lot of people out here on the tick and the top and other social media platforms where they are going 
heart than a mug at Jay-Z because he have been a contradiction to what he has been saying through some of his albums and everything. And I, if I'm not like one video he had with that crazy lady where she was staring, they were staring each other in the face in the video and stuff. And she was talking about it was art and all this other stuff. And people were calling her demonic and him as well, because he considers himself as Jehovah, which is why you got the J and everybody calls him Hove. So, or Hova, but he considers himself as Jehovah. And it was just, it's just been weird when it comes to certain things that he's said in his music in reg regards to Christ and the Bible, et cetera, et cetera. And people is really going hard in the mug at him for even producing a movie about the Bible. So if y'all haven't heard recently on Instagram, which he hasn't been frequently uh posting things on the ground prior to but he released this trailer talking about he wanted to go ahead and and do this movie from a different version basically saying he wanted to be the version of the person that was doing jesus hair the person that was selling jesus his shoes like he's giving you the viewpoint of the person that was uh I guess presenting things to Jesus. I, I don't know. It's just all a little weird. But let's go ahead and take a look at this movie, you guys. Uh, the trailer clip, and um, let's go from there, and we can continue to talk because this just kind of was a little bit weird to me. Okay, I don't know. I don't know about this one, y'all. I do not know about this one. Here we go. Cause this one, uh, Jay Z. I don't know. Clarence, I'm not a man without faults. I played the cards I was dealt. Lance, in spite of your selfish ways, there's a beautiful soul in there somewhere. Clarence, it's him. Jesus of Nazareth. You can't even buy power like that. I want to be like that in 10 years. I want to be like that now. Knowledge is stronger than belief. Oh, this is this is the part. He was faking being blind. Faking being blind. Unbelievable. Your new messiah. Just from uh, Stop that. Like literally is what like I your God is a myth. See for yourselves. There is no messiah. Parents, if you'll be so kind to walk on water. I just I don't understand. Damn. All right, so that was the clip, you guys. Sorry I had to do so much interrupting, but y'all know how they got this whole thing set up. What did you think about this trailer, though, Sean? 
don't know. I'm driving, so I would have to take another look at it. But what's mm. the premise of the movie? You say it's from the perspective of somebody that was doing that was Jesus doing hair? like doing Jesus's hair or selling Jesus a pair of shoes. Like it's it's from the outside looking in and from the way that they depicted it in the trailer was like he was a fraud and his friend was like they was in cahoots with each other of tricking the people into thinking that he had these these powers to be able to heal and all of this and he was calling himself the messiah even though that he was oh. not Well, I see why people are in the uproar if you pushing that narrative on the movie. Wow, interesting. I would have to know more about it. I, I, I honestly, I can't say. I saw a snippet of that trailer, but I'm driving, so I couldn't watch it fully. I'm. Yeah. I mean, I would have to Google what this movie is supposed to be about, and then I would have to see the movie. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Is it? You, you said in Jay-Z's music, I know he called himself Ho for short for Jehovah. Is he, I don't get yeah. how that correlates to him being fake. I'm, I, well, he said a lot of different things over the course of years in regards to, you know what, yeah. let me pull up. Pull up. I, I kept a clip. Hold on. Let me go to a clip of a guy on YouTube that I was watching, and he was thoroughly explaining the whole concept of it. Um, because you know, I I like some of Jay-Z songs, but I'm not a Jay-Z fan, if that makes sense. Okay. I am not one of the ones where I believe like he's the greatest rapper and stuff like that. That's just not how my mind correlates with Jay-Z. Does he got some hot songs? Yeah. Uh, would he be in the top 25? Uh, yeah, he would be in the top 25. Uh, he would not be in my top 10. However, he would, you know, he would be up there. I think he's a great rapper, but um, I, I'm just not one of those persons that I'm a Jay-Z fan. So I'm going to have to stand down when it comes to um, his lyrics and what he has said over the course of years. But I was watching this one YouTuber where he was giving like a breakdown of some of the lyrics that he was saying. And I'm going to play that because he could better explain it to you because I was a little lost at first of how they were trying to correlate everything together until he started explaining it. And I was just like, oh, okay, well, I understand why they're saying that he's a contradiction to what he was saying because his lyrics is basically going against the Bible, per se. Um, now, I don't know if y'all... But it sounds would... like this movie is going against the Bible, too, if it's implying that Jesus was fake. In the movie, I mean. Right. In the movie. Oh, right. yeah, you're right. So let's let's take a look at the one guy that I got the clip of, and let's go into that. I want to thank everybody for joining in. I appreciate you. If you can, please like and follow. We are on all platforms. We're on Twitch, under 6-4. We are on um, TikTok, under 6-4. And don't forget to follow us on YouTube and Facebook, under 6 is Word on the Curb. And we were just having this discussion about Jay-Z's new 
movie that he produced and a lot of people have been on social media going hard at, at him for producing such a movie and they're calling him a contradiction to what he has been saying in his raps over the course of years so let's take a look at it. now this is three minutes and 28 seconds uh we will be bypassing some of this stuff but just to give y'all a little bit of a uh so to clarify what they're saying and why people are going against this movie for him, this guy breaks it down. Check it out. As once again got caught up in something that has to do with Jesus. Here's a movie trailer of a movie that's mocking Jesus. These young men see the Messiah and they say they want to be like him, so they start lying to get attention like him. In this trailer, they also say knowledge is better than belief. They're taking away faith and making you your own God. So his friend decides to go along with it, and his friend pretends to be blind and healed. These are biblical stories that are just being mocked, and they start believing he's truly a messiah. Jay-Z also has the Book of Hove exhibit now. I told you guys before, he calls himself Hove, short for Jehovah. You'll understand it if you put J next to Hover. J-Hover, Jehovah. Don't get caught up in the deception. DJ Khaled also came up with an album called God Did. And on one of the songs, Jay-Z has a verse. In the verse, he says, these ain't songs, these is hymns. We know that there's hymns sung to God in the Holy Scriptures. Y'all see how deep this is going? Cause I'm him. You who, Jay? It's the Psalm 151, this New Testament, the book of Hove. So he's quoting the Bible where the God is Jehovah, but he's twisting it to be his own book, where he's Jehovah. Jesus turned water to wine for hope, it just took a stove. Y'all see how demonic this is? For those still listening to this, this is the same guy who said in his song with Alicia Keys, State of Empire, Jesus can't save you, life starts when the church ends. But this is also the same guy in his song Family Feud where he says, I told my wife the spiritual stuff really work. So if he's not talking about the biblical God, who is he talking about? This is the same guy who throws up this sign. Many don't know it's a Masonic sign though, but many also don't know it's a satanic sign. And the satanic sign says, do what thou wilt shall be the whole of the law. Love is the law, love under will. Now, when you see a whole lot of people saying love is love instead of God is love, you get a better understanding on who their God actually is. Do what thou wilt. In case you think I'm reaching with this, what does Jay-Z sweater say right here? Still not convinced? Okay. Here you have Anton LaVey throwing up the same sign Jay-Z throws up. Here you have Anton LaVey doing it again. Now, who is okay, Anton so LaVey? Anton LaVey is literally the founder. A lot of people have always said that the symbol for Rockefeller was always demonic. So I don't think in this particular situation that that should be the topic of discussion. But what I will say is that what he was saying as far as his lyrics and stuff and how it correlates to him, okay, uh, in this movie, that's the whole thing. So let's skip a little bit of it and let's go to the part about the lady that he had in that video. Because I don't know if you guys heard about that, but that video whole thing was a little bit weirded out for me as well. But here we go. Here you also have Jay-Z with Marina Abramovic. Now, this lady is a whole nother video. 
But if you don't know who it is, go ahead and search the name. Things are going to get real witchy. Now, listen, I'm not somebody who believes in coincidences. But if you are, you have to ask yourself, how many coincidences until you realize it's on purpose? Stop listening to people like this. He is not a leader leading people to light. He is a leader leading people to darkness. I pray you guys take heed to this message and share this video for others to take heed to it as well. I love y'all. Shalom. God bless. So that's what they were saying in regards to uh, Jay-Z. What do you think about that? Hmm. Um, I don't know. Honestly, I've, I've heard those things about him and Beyonce, actually, that they're demonic, they worship the devil, they worship themselves. I have done heard it all, girl. So I get what people are saying. Um, as far as it correlating, I, I mean, honestly, I would need to see this movie. We, we've we only seen a trailer. We don't know what it's about. Neither does this dude talking. So I, I honestly can't say. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I, it's a little bit. Um, I'm not gonna say I, <laughs> I totally get it, but I get why they're saying what they're saying in regards to him about this book, about doing producing this movie, uh, over the things mm -hmm. that he has. I do before. get it. Yeah, I get that part, but I don't. I don't know. I mean, a lot of people play on words and symbol. Like a lot of people will say in raps and stuff that they feel like they're imperial. They're you know, you know, I, so it's not far-fetched when people call like the goat or, you know, you know, God, like, like he's the goat, he's the God of hip hop and, you know, all of that stuff, like di different stuff, like people play on those types of things. So I'm not really sure if I should be taking it the way that everybody else is taking it. Again, I am not a Jay-Z connoisseur, so I don't know a lot of his rap songs and stuff that he, you know, if it's hot and yeah, make it to me the, either, to but the, I do you know. know. On the internet, you can always, I mean, honestly, you can find information to support any argument you want to make. There's always information to support. You can find information probably to support that Jay-Z and his wife are devil worshipers. You, you can find something to say that Christians or whatever your mind wants you to believe. So without us having like you going in and out for me, Sean. So hopefully I would have to see that movie to be able to even tell you. We don't know. Like we see a trailer, but we don't know how that movie is gonna end. You know, it might end with them saying you know, somehow finding out that Jesus is we just don't know, you know? So are you gonna tune into the movie? Is it something that you would wanna see? I don't know. Based off of that trailer, uh-uh. But you never know. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> you never know would be like if you watch it and you tell me it's good, I might be like, Okay, six mode and vouch for the movie, I'll go see it, you know. I don't know. You can't count on you know, me when it comes to Bible movie person like that. Yeah, and that and yeah. that's another thing, six four, is that I can't make like an argument either way for the Bible or against it because you know I love God and I do believe in God, but I'm not like a, a Bible expert to be able to tell you 
like when I see these symbols they be throwing up, hell, I don't know if it's the symbol of the devil. I don't research stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So I, I now you know I believe now you know I'm a conspiracy theorist. Oh, okay, now I believe right, in some of that right. stuff. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't believe well, or disbelieve. I just say I don't know about it. I don't have enough knowledge to speak on if I think you know what they're saying is true or untrue. Gotcha. No, I got I got what you're saying on that. But yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, I guess we'll just have to figure that out once the movie comes out and everything. I'm just not yeah. I don't it know. Be a theater movie? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if this is gonna be a theater movie, if it's gonna be a streaming type of movie. I don't know any of that information. Right. Uh, but as soon as I do get that information, y'all know we are spilling here on Sixes Warren on the car. It's just I I don't have that particular knowledge for um, the last movie I saw about Jesus, which one what, was that? Mel Gibson produced that last one that was really good, you know, for um, oh, the Passion of the Christ. The Passion of yeah. the Christ. That was the one that I ended up tuning into. The last movie that I ended up seeing. So that was yeah. it. Other than that, yeah, I haven't I haven't crossed the roads to see any of that. Any any additional yeah. new ones that may have come out. That's just not my type. Y'all know I'm more of the type of person because I'll give any movie about 10 minutes and then I'll check out if it's not good. But if it's slashing, killing, and all of that, and it's high action, I'm always tuned in for that. Nah, we, we, we always do. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's your movie right there. That, that's my type of murder movie. Murder happened in the first 10 minutes. Oh, yeah, this is good. <laughs> Shoot him up, bang, bang. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I would watch it. I would love to um, hear, like, some other people's perspectives that really are familiar with the Bible, like um, Dr. J, you know, or hear from somebody, you know, just somebody with more knowledge of it, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, We'll see how it go. Um, I'll find out some additional movie uh, movie information, like when it's going to come out and stuff like that, y'all, and I'll let y'all know. But let's move on to the next thing. So apparently Steve Harvey then came out and addressed this whole situation with um, the whole cheaterization with his wife. So I don't know if you've heard anything about that, but according to the word on the curb, honey, people have been out here dragging, dragging Marjorie in regards to this whole thing of her cheating with the trainer or chef or something honey and <laughs> the security guards security guards honey i, mean, I didn't hurt them all Audrey, you had her sleeping with all the help gal girl with y'all if y'all know her y'all know she ain't sleeping around with no bum bum bras y'all know that she ain't sleeping around with no bum dudes she's sleeping around with people that got money because you know she she high fashion she high she high sedity you know what i'm saying like she so i don't even you know i don't know why people would connect her to lower levels who don't have money like steve harvey and i'm not taking up for steve harvey because you get what you get let me say that right now you get what you get because how you lose them is how you get them and everybody know that he didn't went through two wives he didn't wrote this book about about life and how to have relationships and he ain't even got the best relationship track record but y'all be letting steve fill y'all ear with a whole bunch of mayhem and ruckus which i don't be believing in it but anywho um 
Let me see. Shantae did say something before we get into this. She said people just don't want successful people to be regular. Like they always got to find a flaw. It's weird. Like who are they hunting? Look, Shantae, I don't know. Uh, I'm assuming you talking about that whole thing with Jay-Z and stuff. I, I, I don't know. Because like I said, I'm not a big Jay-Z fan like that to be knowing and going going over a whole bunch of quotes and music and stuff that he has done over the course of his time rapping. So I don't know. I don't know any of the songs that I that I've listened that he's talked about him being Jehovah technically or using Bible verses. Like I've never list, heard any of those types of songs. So I can't I can I can't relate to what they're saying about it, you know. And but the thing is 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 a lot of people been out here talking about this about how he has been a con contradicting what he has stated in his raps and it's another guy that i was watching but it was so long it was drawn out um but he was breaking down a lot of his lyrics and stuff and i was just sitting there like oh okay i've never even heard of that song <laughs> yeah I, 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 yeah i'm not the one for that either but i can tell you that based off of um that trailer Mm -hmm. he's not i mean if they're saying that he's constantly acting like he's god instead of real god and things like that he's not contradicting what he's saying in his music so i don't that doesn't make sense to me now it does it it does seem like he's um doesn't believe in god or jesus based off of you know certain things like that but it, it it's not contradictory to his music because evidently he calls himself God instead of, you know, believing So let me God, ask you so. this. If you are not a believer in God, does that mean that you cannot make a movie based off the Bible? No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that. No, I didn't movie, say that you were saying no. it. I was just asking that type of question because as somebody who he, he has dabbled in producing movies before so why why wouldn't him doing his own version of what he sees for the bible as as his production thing like so that part of it i don't understand like how can you you know and he's not doing a bible movie technically in the sense of telling jesus's story he's doing it from a different point of view Cause he said he was doing it from the point of view of if you were sell if you were giving Jesus a haircut, if you were, you know, selling shoes to Jesus, something on that line, not really there telling the story of Jesus, but what they saw on the outside looking in, which a lot of them on the outside really believed that he was fraud. So that part I get. Um, Shantae says he's the rap God. There's another rapper that calls himself that don't M call himself the rap God. Well, he's used it in the rap before, but he like he M has not called himself a rap God, but those that think that he is the God of rap have called him that. So, yeah. And, I, and like I always say, you know, it's a lot of different people that play on the terminology when you're rapping, they're playing on the words to make them appear like they are the greatest of their time with rapping, which is not uncommon or unheard of for me. So that's why I said I have to kind of remove myself from that type of thing, you know, um, in regards to him. I have to remove myself. I just have, I just have to basically view this movie and see if this movie was something that that I felt like maybe he was, you know, 
changing it up like maybe he's trying to get people to not believe or something like that's how it would have to be for me are you trying to say you don't believe that jesus was who jesus is which there are a lot of people out here don't that, that do not believe in the book of the bible and do not believe that there is that one messiah that did all of these things so but that's something that you know we all can just like research a little bit more to see if that's what the movie is about once it comes out. Uh, Shante said, "I'm gonna yeah. um, research this mo more." But yeah, I think it's a reach. But I'm intrigued. When um, does the when dies this stop, and on what platform? Um, yeah, we're not sure yet, Michelle. She's yeah. I think she's asking when does it come out. Yeah, and I was they yeah, I don't know. That's not an uncommon thought. Yeah, it's not an uncommon thought either. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's get into this whole Steve Harvey thing, you guys, um, and see what he stated about these whole allegations about Marjorie sleeping with the hired help man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Marjorie. Marjorie. Girl, for real. And this is coming from the Breakfast Club, you guys. They had a whole conversation about it. This is about six minutes, so uh, we're not going through all of this. We're going to go straight to where it's talking about Steve Harvey in this mess. Okay, here we go. Let's see. His first was because of a tweet that uh, everybody thought that he put out. Now, it was under his, his Twitter handle, Steve Harvey. I am Steve Harvey. And he put, a comedian you don't find funny at all. Well, a lot of people didn't like that tweet, said that it wasn't showing that uh, comedians are uh, together, and it's kind of just pointing fingers at maybe somebody that had a bad show or somebody that people didn't like. Well, Steve Harvey responded to the tweet. All right, I got to take some time to address this here. I came down here to get away, get in some nature, do some fishing. Somebody works for me on my Twitter, put a statement out that was totally negative, I got to take responsibility for it because they work for me. But the engagement was talking about name a comedian you don't think is funny. Why would I do something like that? They don't even make no damn sense. My whole brand okay, so is that's to be motivational. What we were talking about. And I'm going to turn around and say. That wasn't it. Okay, so I thought this was something about him and Marjorie. So wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold on, let's get to that one. So did y'all hear about that com comedian tweet? That somebody uh, tweeted up under his um, his Instagram or whatever saying that, you know, some comedians are not great comedians and they actually put their names in there. I didn't know that happened. Yeah, I um, I did see it. And when I saw it, I was like, that seems kind of inappropriate for a comedian to put Steve and got hit. That was my right. first thought. Right. Well, he was saying it was his hired help. So that that explains it all. You know, <laughs> Somebody about to get fired because you ran here talking about you trying to boost engagement on Steve's page. I'm like, you don't need yeah. that type of engagement. All engagement ain't good engagement, you know. And that's fine. That's that. And that doesn't even seem like that's Steve's character. That's more Cat Williams character. <laughs> But you know what? I, if I, I didn't peruse the comments, mm -hmm. um, but I bet you if um you would have looked through the comments, some people was gonna put Steve. So I sure wouldn't ask that question if I was a comedian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Put your own damn name up there. Yeah, that's true. Uh, let me see what else he was talking about on his. Y'all, now I got to come on here and do something. <laughs> selfie we knew that wasn't steve, yeah but we was though. right we said that immediately we said that don't sound like steve 
Yeah, we knew there had to be somebody working in social media, but he, he's right. He got to take accountability because that person does work for him. I'm just shocked that the people don't have to at least run the tweets by him before they post. Be posting people's right now with us on another station somewhere. Yeah, he okay. Don't, he don't need no engagement. Steve Harvey on Family Feud every day, engagement. Mm -hmm. Man, Steve caked up. That uh, I guess there was a rumor that his wife was cheating on him. I didn't hear these rumors. I didn't hear this one either. I didn't really hear about it until Steve Harvey addressed it. Uh, before I get started, just let me say I'm fine. Marjorie fine. <laughs> Find something else to do. Oh, mercy. Man. I swear we have to cuss, though. You know, sometimes you just want to. You want to respond. But I ain't got no time for rumor, y'all. So, man, y'all been good to me. I'm still shining. Man, take all social media apps off Unk phone, man. <laughs> Today you heard it. He said he fine. Marjorie fine. We all fine. <laughs> <laughs> Let me say it like. Girl, yeah, you like that? Let me do it. Uh, y'all, I don't know what y'all doing, but Marjorie fine. I'm fine. We all fine. Okay. I wish I could cuss. I really oh, wish I could cuss. Not cuss. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, Steve said he wants y'all to stay the hell up out his business. Okay, that's what he tried to say. I mean, at Lord. some point, people do have to stop this. If you have solid proof of Marjorie cheating, like as a reporter, report that. But to just put out rumors about people, regardless if we like Steve Harvey or not, or like Marjorie, that's not right. Yeah. We, you know, we're not out here purposely trying to break up his happy home, but there are some people that he is out here trying to do that. Like his ex-wife, maybe his ex-wife, because you know how she lost him to Marjorie, you know. Oh, no. <laughs> and I'm just saying allegedly, okay, so don't come for me. I didn't say that she was the one who put the rumor out, but it would seem fitting though, wouldn't it? I'm just Girl, look at here, look at him. Okay, all the way look at here. So, oh y'all, they ain't going nowhere. She ain't going nowhere long as Steve Harvey is making the type of money he is making and living the lifestyle of which she is accustomed to. Long as Steve don't give up his seventy-two job, bringing in <laughs> a year. Trust and believe Marjorie ain't cheating or going nowhere. She ain't going no damn where. Every other rich, not I don't know how many men she's been with, but the rich men that she's been with previously, they wind mm -hmm. up in pokey. So she finally found somebody on the straight yeah. and narrow bringing in money. So Marjorie ain't <laughs> nowhere. Facts. She ain't going nowhere. <laughs> uh -uh. No. And I still want to see that. I still want to get my hands on that book from her ex-jailbird man, husband, ex-husband, ex-man, whoever that, that guy is to her. I still want to get it. It's got to be getting book. It ain't no Tubi for books. It's got to be getting bootlegged out here somewhere. Girl, it got to be somewhere around here. I can't find it because you know I've been looking. Oh. Like it was, it was on, it was on Amazon, and it was going to be released, and you could pre-order it, and then all of a sudden it was off pre-ordering. You couldn't get it, and they was refunding people who did buy it on pre-order, refunding their money back. 
So do you really think Steve put the kibosh on the book? Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Steve ain't finna let you come out here and dish you no more damn dirt on Marjorie. Uh, he is not, is, look, he is not the one. He is not the one. He will make all that stuff disappear, which is what I think he did. But you know what I wonder if this is um, some of her children's father, right? I believe so. I just wondered, like, this do the job because I know Steve had wound up adopting the kids. Do they have a relationship with their daddy? That's what I would like to know. And maybe he talks about it in the book. Maybe, yeah, maybe. I'm here for that book. I'm here yeah. for that book. So. Mm -hmm. Shout out to the ex, honey. <laughs> I'm here for all exes that want to spill some tea. <laughs> I don't care what nobody's like. I'm here for it all, okay? All of it. All right, moving on, you guys. Uh, let's give a big old round of applause, honey, because uh, Shine and Loon finally met up after all of these bad boy years. And they all like are Muslims and doing pretty good even after being locked up and everything in jail. It was just good to really see them. So uh, let's take a good look here. Shout out to them. It was good to see them together. Oh, look at them. Oh, that was so nice. They look good. They look good. You know what I'm saying? Glad to see that they all, you know, were still friends and stuff after all bad boy then put them through. Child. Oh, you know, I don't remember if you said this was going to be on the roster, but did you hear that Diddy has gifted all of his artists with artists, I said artists, artists with their publishing rights? Well, I heard that Mace got his back, but that they was all the, the bad boy artists. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Well, about damn time. About damn yeah. time, uh, Diddy. Get them folks they hit, Diddy. You done made money off of them for long enough. It's been, what, 26 years now? Mm, I don't even know how long it's been, girl. But, yeah. He finally relinquished all them rights. Mm. He got tired of y'all calling him a crook and a criminal. Well, if the shoe fit. <laughs> oh, <I got> <laughs> right. <laughs> if the shoe fit. Because I remember I was listening to the dog on that radio station thing when Mace were called up to the dang old radio station asking to be released released from the contract. And then I remember all these years that he, even when they had the little, when Mace came out with that, um, that diss track about him, about not giving none of the doggone uh, bad boy artists their publishing. Like, shame on you. At, at what point, like, I mean, y'all got to start paying attention to y'all contracts and stuff. Because there is some legal legal things that can be done in order for you to get your um, publishing after so many years, but a lot of a lot of artists don't know anything about that. So about time, shoot. 
I don't I don't understand this. Let me get up You got enough money. Now, uh, from what I heard with that little thing about him getting his publishing was from Cameron. Cameron was talking uh, something on one of his social media platforms and stuff, and he was saying, you know, congratulations to Mace for getting his publishing. So, I don't know. Uh, he said they were supposed to be doing an album together or something, and they he couldn't participate because of this whole publishing type of situation so i don't know but he did give him a shout out and told him congratulations now according to which i got the article from um let me pull this article up here um uh, from up rocks is the name of this article this is just the first one that i seen um I don't know, but it looks like a lot of people are reporting on this. So I don't know if this is actually a, a good um, site per se. Uh, but they say Mace finally got his publishing back from Diddy, according to Cameron. So, this, you know, that part is true because I did see that little snippet on uh, social media. So for decades, one of the hip hop's longest and most dramatic ongoing controversies was the feud between Diddy and Mace over the con contract and later signed with the former back in uh former back in 1990s but now according to mace's current podcast partner and long-term friend cameron the saga may have come to a satisfying resolution with mace getting his publishing back from diddy after over 20 years 26 years to be exact <laughs> Let me put the whole thing in. On Wednesday this week, August 30th, Cam posted a video on Instagram promoting his new mixtape called The Lost Files, along with the explanation for the absence of uh, any Mace features on the tape. He said, my N-word murdered, uh, murder had to sit this one out. He wrote, Murder Mace was Harlem's rapper former nickname, if y'all didn't know that either. Um, he just got his publishing back from Puff. Just finished the paperwork for that yesterday. Congrats. And he Adam, while he was getting his music back in order, I'm dumping my hard drive. Pause. The Lost Files, Volume 1, September the 8th. So that's what's up. Congratulations to him. Um, did did he come out and say anything though, Sean? Have you heard anything about Diddy? Nothing that I've that, heard. That would be the whole so thing. Far. He hasn't said anything. Okay, perfect. Okay. What about doggone time? Oh, Shantae said, I believe he's adopting them. Um, They don't have biological children together, but I could be mistaken. Yeah, they don't have any biological children. Um, We're talking about Steve Harvey. Uh, None together between him and Marjorie. And I did hear that he was supposed to have been adopting her brats, uh, I mean, her children prior to. Um, yeah, that's, how it's done. that's how um, Lori's last name is Harvey. That's been done. Right. Okay. So the mm -hmm. adoption has been done. Okay. Hey, yeah. Sharon, AK Sharon, thanks for joining in. Hey, we Sharon, appreciate it. So, yeah, it's about time. You know, um, they've been having this feud, Mace and Diddy, for the longest time. And I've said, you know, this is ridiculous that, you know, that he has. And now, I do understand some of the preliminaries. So, don't come at me what I'm going to tell you. I do understand one part of Diddy's uh, perspective was when Mace decided he was going to leave Bad Boys to go pursue his uh, dreams of being a pastor. Mm-hmm. 
And then he decided he wanted to return back to the rap industry, um, but without all of the necessary cussing and mayhem like that, he went back to Bad Boy and signed a new contract for that album, Welcome Back. Which, if y'all remember, I really loved a lot of the songs on that album. That that album was really good for him to have a comeback album and no cussing, okay? Because it's very hard to do uh, when you have done it before. You know, you kind of might fall into those old habits. But he did really well, and I really liked a lot of the songs off of that album. Um, however, the album didn't do what they thought it was going to do, which left Diddy in a negative which means Mace owed Diddy money for that album that he could not recoup, okay? And so he didn't want to let him out of his contract or give him anything back because he was like, okay, you need to pay me. You need to pay me because the album didn't do the expected numbers and you were in the hole at the time you decided to quit the rap business again. So I can understand why he didn't want to uh, allow Mace to get any of his, you know, publishing or anything else because you leaving me in a deficit in the millions. So he said it was about a million that he owed uh, for them footing the bill for the videos and doing the album and all of that other stuff. So that part I totally understand. Okay, yeah. but now that it's been so many years and you see that you're never going to recoup that money, then let it go. It's a loss. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's definitely been a long road. So congrats to you, Mace. Now you can go out and start making you some coin. Right. Damn coin, damn it. Exactly. And Sharon, aka Sharon, yes, Sharon, uh, that was a good album. I really like that album. Yeah. Okay. You say you're gonna show up on time the next time you was going late. That's okay, boo. That's okay, but you're here. Right, let it go, write it off. He been wrote that off. He wrote that off years ago. So, yes, I am totally in a hundred percent agreeance with you on that one. Let it go. Puffy, let it go. Now, Puffy is out here doing his last and final album. Y'all know the Love album will be his last album uh, for him as an artist. Did y'all know that? I don't know. I don't, it. I don't believe it. They all say that. You don't believe it? You think he's going to pull a Jay-Z? <laughs> Jay-Z? <laughs> Girl, well, I'm... I'm telling you this, I, round of applause for Diddy because we all knew that Diddy couldn't rap. He was not the rapper, okay? But the fact of the matter that he let it go along as all these years as he could, if it wasn't for um, Biggie, I don't think he would have had the run that he had anyway because he had Biggie plus he had Mace who was writing for him. So, you know, if y'all want to check it out, he's over there on Instagram in this all red outfit sitting on a red seat. He looked real blended in from the neck down uh and only thing you really can see is his head because it's almost the whole entire picture is red which i don't know you know Lord, are they the... gonna say that's demonic they might i don't know sean <laughs> that, that'd be my next expectation they're gonna say diddy they're gonna say you a demon now yeah they might 
they might um yes and so he is retiring that's that's the word on the curve sharon aka sharon is he gonna do it i don't know because sean seemed to think he gonna pull a whole jay-z he did say on the post under that picture this is his last album as an artist so what that say these people cannot stay out the doggone spotlight for shit you know right they well, got to stay out there I think if people want to have him on albums doing features, he'll do it. But as far as him doing another album, I think he better let it go. Let it go. <laughs> but you know, they said he's going to have like a lot of his artists on there. Dirty Money, I think. Who else did they say? Um, Is he going to have Mace on there? Oh, well. <laughs> oh. Oh well, now you might be reaching. You gonna have Mace on there, right? Is you gonna have any other artist that helped you get to the spot that you are currently residing? Okay. No. No. Diddy and Dirty Money. Um. It's gonna be September the fifteenth. He says Uh the album comes out. Okay. Tiana Taylor, closer to God. Let me see. To be honest, you guys, nobody is buying old school artists' albums. And did he know this? His album is not even gonna be in the top 25 when it get when it get done or when they release it or whatever they're gonna do. I don't know when it's coming out. But it's it's nobody has it has been buying old school artists' music like that it's you know r&b music has been buying but hip-hop old school artists like even that one from um ice cube his last album didn't do and he did say he said i did that because i wanted to do it not because of the numbers because you know the numbers were not going to be there because nobody's buying the music so yeah yeah that's that's true some people are putting out good music but i think we're just in a generation where people just don't buy music i know i don't yeah, I know. I haven't bought an album since um, Jill Scott's one album. I ain't bought not a doggone CD. Uh, and Sharon, aka Sharon, said, "Right, Sean Jay Z retired. How many times, girl? Fifty, eleven hundred times, girl." Mm-mm. Sharon, aka Sharon, said he better have some more people on there. I'm pretty sure he will, cause you know, as a as a rap artist, he's not a rapper. <laughs> So he got to have people on there. He got to. Girl, this album going to be full of features. Don't worry, Sharon. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. Don't she said it's a little sad they are tossing the old school rappers out. They are because of the way the music is moving. Old school artists are not the new age they they i don't if you're true if you're a true rap artist then you need to stay true to yourself and what you can and can't do and i don't think that the way that the new age rappers are rapping is something that the old school artists can partake into because i i can't see ice cube over here rapping the way that these new new mumble rapping yeah. and uh, yeah. singing along with the music yeah i don't foresee it lord mm-hmm. no yeah shantae said nobody is buying anyone album <laughs> okay you're that's streaming true. yeah that's true i'm 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 cool with that you know like i don't really to be honest with you guys i really stay on my old school uh stations 
I, I don't listen to a lot of the new music. I, I only know about new music because of the, you know, what we do on here. Then I have to listen to some of the stuff. But, you know, ten, ten, I, I, I trash first five to seven seconds of uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's definitely not my forte. But, you know, I'm assuming that, you know, our parents said the same thing about the music. We like this some bull, right? So, but but I do. I will say that one new artist about the song about my mama. My got it from my mama or something. I like that song. I got yeah, I like but she's song. a singer. Oh, she is. Yeah. Oh, okay. You talking about? I put that on my mama. Yeah, I put that. Yeah, on. she's a singer. Yeah. Hey, you it's know I don't like most of the R and B songs out either, but you know. But that one was nice. I like that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shantae says she don't think that old school artists are being tossed out. She said her kids are listening to her type of music and they don't even realize it. Yeah, because they're bringing a lot of our old school artists like Brandy. This one guy, new rap artist, he got Brandy's old song with Mace in it. Um, So, you know, it's like they're recycling it again. They bringing it back out, which is opening the doors for the old school artists to come back. So I will say that. But um, but what he was saying on that song was hot garbage. Like I was like, some songs you need to leave it alone. Okay, just leave it alone. Um, Sharon, you said me either. Shantae said the new artists are using old school music. Corey LeRae brought out Buster because her song was on his beat. Yeah, and I like Corey LeRae. A lot of the stuff that she's done over uh, the course of time, uh, I've really been digging it. So uh, shout out to her because I, I like a lot of her songs. It's more than two or three that I didn't hear that I like. So that's pretty good. You say Nelly's uh, song was popping again off the viral Busted remix. What Nelly's song? Sean, what Nelly's song? I ain't heard nothing about Nelly making a comeback. Uh, who you telling? Hey, girl. I mean, I'm whoever said it probably know it was say you say Nelly's song off the busted remix. Yeah. Oh yeah. Checking your reflection like telling your best friends, like girl, I think my buddy. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah, that's a no-bueno for me. The rapper's music now makes you dance because it's music, singing, not necessarily rapping. Okay, okay. Uh, they using some of that sample in that old school. That's what's up. These new kids aren't creative. Oh, they get numbers off of our shit. That's true. I believe that. Uh, they need our music. Exactly. Yeah, and she said, yeah, that was the one, Shine. That's the one. Okay, perfect. Yeah, I don't know, you guys. Uh, you know... Music, music, you know, I understand why they, people are saying that like, music isn't what it used to be, but I I have I would have to agree with Dr. Dre when it said when he said you can't downplay the new artist's music just because you're set in being an old school artist or old school kind of sore. You can't do that because that's if that was the case, that's how they was trying to do us when rap first came out. And so I get that concept. So I I can't say I'm going to always not like the new age music. It's some that does break through that I'll be like, oh, yeah, I kind of like that. And y'all know I, I tell y'all all the time, Sierra's music is not my favorite, but that one with Chris Brown, uh, that's the way we roll. That one, I like that. I like that. And I agree. 
Oh, sweet. Yeah, you agree with Dr. J too, uh, Dr. Dre too? That's what's up. All right, y'all. Let's get into the next one. If y'all didn't know, Snoop Dogg was doing an interview with Jermaine Jackson. Now, y'all, I'm only going to play a little bit of it. I did post a few different ones um, on the curb on Facebook. But the, I just want you to hear how the, they found out, well, how he found out that Mike had passed away, okay? That really kind of blew my mind. Get y'all tissue together, okay? Because it was um, it was super sad, you know, especially now since we rolling on, you know, we he, he just had his birthday on the 29th. He would have been 65 years young, okay? Because Michael was still doing the damn thing. Uh, before he was murdered and i'm not gonna say allegedly on that i said what i said y'all all know i do okay um but listen to what he said how he found out now that was so sad check this out Is it playing? Yeah, you're not seeing it or hearing it? No. Okay, no problem. Did I not share it? I did not. That was my bad. Thank you for uh letting me know here. It's not coming up. I'll replay it over, but we really didn't miss that much or nothing. Here we go. Let's try it again. Let me know if you can hear it. To hear her say in her bed. Yeah, I, I hear My wife and I okay, were on um, the other side of town. We got a call from Larry King saying, Jermaine, do you know anything about Michael being rushed to the hospital? And we said, no. So 45 minutes had gone by. So I'd spoken to Janet, Janet called me and she said, what's going on? And I said, I really don't know, but I'm gonna find out. And then I spoke to an attorney named Joel Katz who said that I hear it's pretty bad. So then I called my mother back and she, she says she's on her way to the hospital right then and there. So we're waiting and waiting and then Halim and I were in Azusa on the other side of Pasadena. So we had to like come way, way across. So I called my mother back and to hear her say in her voice that he's dead. I couldn't believe it. She, to hear that from her say he's dead. So we rushed across town. We were crying. And, and as we got closer to Westwood, the helicopters were all in the air flying, flying around and the people all out in the streets everywhere. And I had just a big lump in my chest because I couldn't believe it. So we get in the hospital, they, they let me through and I rush down the hall and I go straight to my mother. She's sitting at a table just like this, but much, much bigger. And she's just looking and staring in the space and she had on the glasses. So I hugged her. And so Randy and I, we met in the bathroom and we said, who did this? Somebody did this. So we walked down the hallway and they say he's in the room down the hall and we walk in there and there was a, a little door you walked through, then there was a smaller room and he was laying there lifeless. And to see your brother laying there lifeless, his skin was still soft and I touched him, I pulled his eye balls back and, and it was just very, very tough. And so when I left him, I came back to where my mother was and I sat on the other side of the table and walks Dr. Conrad Murray. And 
I didn't know who he was, but I said, something's funny about this man, the way he was acting. And, and uh, so from that point on, they asked me to read the time of death and everything. That was the most toughest thing that I ever man, had Man, I want to do. commend you for that, uh, yeah. Jermaine, because yeah. I've been through some tough situations like that, and to be able to compose yourself to speak, to hold your emotions back, man, I, I commend you for that, man, because I you. know how hard that is. And that was the saddest thing I ever heard, y'all. And for Conrad, you get it. You get all of that. You get all of that. Yes, right there. You know, that was so sad. Y'all need to check out um his um interviewing platform, Snoop Dogg. He has a couple of different um, because that was like a part one, part two, part three type of thing. It was just so sad. I just, you know, and for me, y'all know that Michael Jackson was Michael Jackson and Prince was like my two favorite artists. And I still to this day vividly remember the whole thing with, you know, where I was, what I was doing when he passed away and all of that. It was just, it was just so sad just to hear how they heard about it, how they got the, got the information that he was gone. That was super sad. You still get choked up. I do. I do. When you think about that day, I do. Cause I vividly, I was pregnant with my son at that time. I never forget it. I even went down to Hitsville, USA and saw all, they had set all of his memorabilia outside, um, outside Hitsville on the lawn and everything. And people was passing up and I was sitting there in the middle of the street, holding up traffic, boo-hoo. And I had my daughter in the car seat and my son was in my belly and I was over there crying. I was bawling cause Mike was gone. I, I never forget that. That was just the saddest thing ever to me. Because I had just had told my husband, too. I was like, if he come back to concert, we going. We going to spend up to a grand to go. Like, I had it set. Girl, he announced he was going to that. He said, this is it, concert. I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. No. And then it, then it was just over. Sad. Sad. Ooh. I just, I could not be be part of that family to see how devastated they was even with all of the the back and forth between him and Jermaine y'all know they didn't have the best relationship but they was brothers till the end even though they had uh music disagreements you know what I'm saying but that was his brother that was his little brother you know what I'm saying he was hurt like when he had to read the time of death and stuff, I remember when he had to get up there and read that stuff, he was like trying, he was so choked up. He was trying not to cry during the whole thing. It was just sad. I'm so glad I had the opportunity to see him a few times and Prince too. Now I've seen Prince multiple times. Um, No, was it one time? No, one time. Thanks to my mom. It would have been twice. <laughs> But uh, I didn't get to see Mike at all, which was sad. But mm -hmm. that's good. If y'all got to see both of them, congrats. Because, you know, they they give good concerts. They give you your money's worth. Oh, just super sad, y'all. Uh, uh, uh. Well, let's get into this next stuff, you guys. A lot, another, another part of this stuff here I'm about to go into is is just a hot mess.org okay let's let's start there um it is what it is i don't know if you guys have heard anything in regards to this whole situation with k michelle 
But K. Michelle been out here showing her body lately. It looks like she got everything corrected and fixed. Because y'all remember mm -hmm. she had got those, um, those butt shots and they was killing her. And she had to have a lot of surgery to get that out. Um, so that is done and over with. And, you know, she's had other plastic surgeries prior too. So I guess now she's feeling more like she's loving her body. She's loving the skin that she's in. Which I commend her on that. I'm not going to hate on K. Michelle about that. I think she looks really good. Uh, we're going to take a look. But she posted this. And then we're going to get into this conversation of this whole thing about her between um, the old chick, the old school chick from um, <laughs> the Breakfast Club. Y'all know they got into it, Angela Yee. And I guess she was doing some kind of interview, honey. And we found out some additional information about this whole ordeal with her and Angela Yee. No joke. Okay, let's take a look. Here she go. Let's see what it's like. So she feeling herself. She said, uh, showing off the body. Uh, Y'all liking the way she look now? She did not turn to the back or the side so that we can see how her booty look. But her carverization is good. I'm going to say she looks good with, you know, a nice proportion size top and bottom. Y'all agree? She look good from the angles that we can see her. I like her, Michelle. Right, exactly. Uh, you say you didn't get a chance to see Whitney at all. Yeah, me either. Uh, she is posting a lot. She has been. Okay. And Shantae said, of course, nobody is checking for K. Michelle. But K. K. Mattel, Barbie, want to be She done got all that removed. Now, give the woman a break. Damn. What you mean? She's a fail artist. Nobody cares. Good day, ma'am. What? Michelle, Michelle, K. Michelle is not failed. Girl. <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> her, her, I just heard a snippet of her new, her latest single. Um, I forgot what it's called, but good song. I liked it. Um, her last. So she got a new album her, coming out. Yeah, she got. It's a new called album? "I'm the okay. Problem." Oh, well, at least she know. Cause <laughs> oh. <laughs> at least she knows. Okay. Ooh, child. Well, I don't know what the hell is going on, but uh, you know, she looks good. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say nothing bad about her body. I actually think she looks nicely proportioned. Um, now so. why she's standing up there like that, I would never know, but yeah, she looks fine. Yeah, she looks pretty good here. Um, one thing that I didn't say before we move on, but you know, a lot of people was ragging on Paris Jackson, which was Michael, Michael Jackson's daughter about her never posting Michael Jackson on his birthday. She never posts on the birthday and she did make a post this time around to kind of shut everybody up. And she said, you know, one of the reasons why she did not post Michael's, uh, anything about Mike, uh, her dad on his birthday is because he was not a big person like he didn't want people recognizing his birthday that was one of the things that he didn't like so that was why she never posted anything for his birthday because that's how he was when he was living so y'all don't come for her but this time she made a post and I thought it was nice um she you know she was performing 
and she um acknowledged, you know, that today was her dad's birthday. So shout out to Paris Jackson for even attempting to acknowledge y'all buttholes about what she posts on her damn platform. Because other than that, I don't get it. Uh, let that baby mourn how she see fit exactly. He said, I would look good, too, if I go under the knife 50, 11 times. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, my God. So, uh, Sharon, a.k.a. Sharon, says she explained why she, why so she wants y'all to uh, shut the hell up about her dad. Exactly. She did. It, she and did. this generation is something else. If you don't post on social media, she even said it herself. So if I don't post about my dad on social media, I don't love him. That's ridiculous. That's crazy as hell. It's crazy as hell. But yeah. On the flip side of all of this, uh, since we're still over here with Kay Michelle, she did have an interview where she was talking about um this whole situation between her and Angela Yee. Now, if y'all remember. She went hard as I don't know what on Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club some years ago because Angela Lee Yee said something to the effect that K. Michelle's breath stank or something. Was it the breath or was it her hoo-ha? No, it was her hoo-ha. And she oh. said that one a guy, one of the guys had said that K. Michelle's hoo-ha was a catastrophe. <laughs> In so many words. Now, I'm not quoting ver verbatim, okay? But that is what they were saying, that the hoo-ha was a whole mess. And she was like, oh, uh-uh. And, and you as a black woman, allowing them to disrespect me in such a manner, and you did nothing. And they got into this whole big old thing. And come to find out, K. Michelle said that she, you know, she was waiting for Angela Yee. Okay, she pulled up to where Angela Yee was that specific day and she was waiting on her. So she got banned from the Breakfast Club and banned from Sony Records um building from the Sony. So she was like her, uh, Michael Jackson and somebody else are banned from Sony Records building. And she said, I'm I'm glad to be amongst the greats. <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, in that case, I actually agree with Kay Michelle. It, it irritates my soul when I see men talking about a woman's cat stink. Sir, first of all, why are you telling people that? If it did, why are you blasting that out there? Second of all, mm. I bet you if she let you, you still had sex with her. So shut up. Yeah, you would. You would. You would. But it's just, you know, the whole thing with that. And, and I was um, trying to find the actual clip of it because she you know to hear k michelle explain it you understand why you be like oh, okay yeah no i get that i get that part and i agree you know what i'm saying i agree with the whole thing um about that as well but uh i'm not finding where i saved it at so we just having a conversation but if i do come across it you definitely know i'm gonna bring it up but yeah, well, let's get into it, y'all. Okay, Michelle got banned. <laughs> Poor thing. Y'all heard about this whole situation with um? Let me see here. We um, I don't know what's going on with these stars since we talking about people that ain't doing nothing, Shantae. But let's get on into this, honey, because I've been saving this clip, ma'am. I've been saving this clip. Now I was strolling and man, my 
Uh, you say uh-huh. you need to look at the. Let's still look for it while we show on something else. Uh, Sharon, aka Sharon. Uh, it sounds like misdirected anger. Oh, yes. Uh, why was she waiting for Angela though? Yeah, because she was talking that mess about her hoo ha and on on live. And when she showed up, and I remember because I was watching the Breakfast Club that day, they were interviewing K Michelle, and K Michelle checked out on Angela Yee, and Angela Yee sat there real quiet. And she said the reason why she sat there real quiet was because I'm not finna argue back and forth over something somebody else told me. I didn't sleep with her. I don't know what her hoo-ha say. But what K. Michelle was explaining was, how dare you even talk about my hoo-ha and you ain't never had it? Like, why even put that stuff on blast or put me on blast about it? Uh, I'm going to look for it. But let's let's get into this because I don't know what was going on with Michelle A., but uh, drugs is a terrible thing and alcoholism is too. Oh, Michelle A. Outfit. Oh, outfit. oh, we all make some noise for Mr. Lay's outfit. Uh-oh, I gotta tighten this up. I see what's gonna happen here. Let's see. Ain't no take it off. I can hear you out there. Knock it off. This is a family show. Hold on now. Hold on now. All right, now let me see. Let me fix this mic too. This Give me yours. Go. Maybe her, yours right right there. Let me see. Try it out. He has a lot of all right, there. let me see some. Nah. I don't know what's going on. We're going to go all the way back. Let me see if y'all. Yeah? Okay, we about to see it. Now, I tightened it up, right? Come on, y'all. Let's go like What the hell is wrong with this, y'all? Like, drop it low. Got hold on to drop it low. Yeah. Now y'all remember this, right? Y'all remember the song? Okay, it. She don't remember it. Come on, let's go. Before I turn on the light, y'all remember the song? You remember the song, Sean? vaguely but okay um she don't remember the song and y'all know i gotta play around with this song, but i wonder what i wonder what was going on with her she was she drunk or high those are the questions well continue to watch this clip but you know i gotta interrupt this because you know it's playing copyright stuff so y'all just bear with me here y'all know i have to play around with it you know we on multiple platforms here so let's just take a listen to how she starts this song off you tell me is it drugs or alcohol before you turn off yes if you I drunk all of it. Supposed to see. I don't understand this. Uh, I love y'all. 
Which one was it, Sean? <laughs> was yeah, it drugs or alcohol? It looks, looks like a strong combination. Girl, that was a real strong day. Okay. You say you don't remember the song. Before you turn off the lights, let's get one thing understood. Yes. Before you make love to me, you got to do it good. Y'all don't remember that song? That was the jam. Okay, you remember the song now? Yes, girl, I'm telling you, she was doing that thing. But I, I don't know what she was doing, but she was definitely not seeing anything. Okay, Michelle. I mean, Michelle. Okay, Michelle. Michelle. Girl, somebody should have told her, don't bring your ass out here high as a damn kite now. Oh, yeah, honey, because she was a whole mess. She was a whole mess. Poor thing. Yes, that is so sad. Now, let me tell y'all something else while we talking about artists, honey, and stuff. Now, I want to show y'all. Let me stop this, honey, because I'm still uh trying to see if I can find that other clip. But um, I want to show y'all I came across... Uh, somebody else, an old school artist that was singing, and um, I even sent this to Mama Joe. Shine. <laughs> oh Lord, I bet your mama was cracking up. Oh girl, I'm gonna show. I'm gonna show you this one. Uh, I I sent her Eddie Levert, honey, and Eddie Levert was moving a real, real slow. Okay, real slow. But I want y'all to take a look at this artist because we haven't seen this particular artist in a long time. Uh, but uh, there was a she did okay. She's 68, okay. So give it up to her because she's 68, you know, and she was doing her damn thing. But um, I did hear a little bit of a crackerization going on uh, in the vocal area as well. But let's just take a look. Here we go. And I'm gonna have to be playing around with the vocals on this one, y'all. It's copyright time, y'all know it. So that wasn't a part. She did good on that. Are we in agreement, right? It's when she got ready to break it down. When she got ready to break it down and she hit that high note where she be like, Ooh, that part where she go all the way up and she break it down and do all of the octaves, you know, Ooh, breaking it down, doing the thing. That's where it was the crackerization. Let's take a look. <laughs> Did you hear it? Let me, let me go back. That was okay. That wasn't that bad. 
But let me go back. She said dig it down once. <laughs> let me tell y'all something. These old timers, honey, they still be thinking they got it. I'll be cracking up. This part, this, this, this high note. Let's let's hear this high note, okay? Because the other one, it wasn't bad. But this this one here, where she go into it. I wish I had a whip. Girl, she had to break it down in some active love because that sounded like somebody was screaming for help. That is. <laughs> yeah, she was struggling. <laughs> And she was breaking the hell down to her. Forget what you <laughs> Yes, Angela Winbush was struggling, girl. But she still sound good for 68, and she has not been performing. Uh, Chaka Khan was here in Montgomery Thursday night. She still got it. Chaka still got it. Chaka still got it. Ain't no problem. But see, if you still out here doing concerts and practicing your vocals and stuff like that, you'll keep your voice. But I don't know that Angela, she hasn't been torn or anything. This was something, you know, out of the cut. Y'all remind y'all, let's go into it. She had cancer. She went through cancer therapy. She had radiation chemotherapy and stuff like that. And then she came back, she was cancer free. So I'm not going to down her, but there was a lot of crackerizations in them high notes, but she still got it. She just needed to bring the note down to a level of which she could achieve instead of trying yeah. to achieve that note she did back when she was in her 20s or so. Okay. Uh cut that note short, man. <laughs> <laughs> Cold-blooded. <laughs> Cold-blooded. Uh, she was honey, she was trying to do it. <laughs> She cracked all over there, poor thing. But I love some Angela Winbush, okay? I really love she she still got it. I if she came to the D, I would go see her. I I wouldn't leave her hanging. I would go see her. Uh moving on. I'm still looking for this other video, y'all. Yeah, she was good considering. Yes, considering. Considering Miss Chalet. <laughs> Before you turn off the lights. <laughs> Oh, Miss Light. She didn't even know the words for her own song, honey. Uh, but let's get into Girl, a whole mess.org. So, y'all heard about this whole judge um hatchet situation? Have y'all heard about the uh AS that was done to her? Oh, yeah, I definitely did um hear about that. It was so sad. People are sick. People are really sick. So um, let's get into it. This, uh, this video is a little long. We're going to cut to the chase. I really want to just get to the part where she actually tells what happened to her. And then we can discuss. Because that was really bad. Let's take a listen. I was greeted with such. I was welcome. People were just happy to see me. People wanted to take pictures. I felt very comfortable. And so for this to happen was just like, my goodness. And I was standing at a table and the defendant, who I will continue to call the defendant, came up uninvited and I was introduced to him as Judge Hatchett. To be cordial, I'll make this very quick. My family is from Troop County, Georgia. I said that, but I didn't know where Blackley County was. He poked me 
just momentarily in the chest. It's right in the heart of Georgia. But then he grabbed my breast. He grabbed my left breast. He squeezed it. He then started rubbing on my breast until Thomas Brown intervened. Literally had to take his hand off of me and push him off of me. I am a very strong woman. I pride myself on being strong. And I really thought I was fine. I'm just going to tell you exactly what happened. I'm fine. This happened Tuesday night. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I pressed charges the next morning. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I even went to a dinner that Wednesday night. I could not get out of bed. And I want to be candid about this. I'm being very, because people who know me, my life is very public, but my life is very private. I bet you $1,000, very few of you can say anything about my personal life. And that is by design. Even before I went on television, I am very private, almost introverted in my personal life. And so here it is, you know, I am sobbing literally sobbing. I could not stop crying. I could not get out of bed. So this was very traumatizing to her. And I get that. Like, how dare you put your hands on me and then refuse to take your hands off? Like the nerve of you, somebody would have been laying on that floor. I would not have held my composure to still be like, I'm fine for the rest of the night. Y'all would have had a whole field day with Judge Hatchet or Judge Six then clowned on some man who was groping her at a party. That just, that just, that just really baffles me that somebody did her like that in front of other people, like right in the middle, like at a party. Like, dude, are you crazy? Who you was gotta it? be out your damn mind knowing that she's a judge. But let me tell you something. I would have slapped the shit out of him. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Do you remember the person she was filing the charges against? Because I don't think that she said his name. Well, she, I don't know. He's some law enforcement person. Um, he's already been, the case is resolved. He was found guilty, of course. He's mm -hmm. been on payroll. This happened over a year ago. He's been on payroll this whole time. They kept him the whole time so he can get his pension, she believes. And then mm -hmm. when um, the case was resolved is when he resigned. But he was there long enough to still, you know, get his pension and things. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Just saying. That law enforcement. And his excuse was that he was drunk, of course. Of course. Which, uh, honestly, it does not excuse it, but it do seem like a damn drunk person move to uh, grope a judge. Exactly. Exactly. It don't excuse it, but I'm just saying it, it tracks that he was drunk. But just I don't saying. think it was his first um, incident with this type of behavior, if I'm not mistaken. I heard that. Yeah. He'd been fired previously from another um, job for doing shit like this. That's just really crazy. So it takes somebody like her to be like, uh-uh, homeboy, this is where the buck stops. You see what right. I'm saying? Like, it didn't stop with the last incident, which it should have. Just sad. But um, you know what I find so odd? 
is that like a cop can do some wild shit and then just go to a different department and get hired there. Of course, all the time. Yeah. All the time. They always make sure that they cover their own. You know what I'm saying? They always cover their own. Right, right. Um, well, as promised, you guys, I did find the clip of the one with Kay Michelle. So we're going to take a look at that. Uh, you said, of course, uh, they kept him on the payroll, mother trucker, right? Drunk my ass. I, right, right. Um, and he should have drawn back a nub, cut his damn hand off. <laughs> I know that's right, Sharon, aka Sharon. Just a whole mess. Uh, I did find the clip for uh, the K. Michelle story, and then we're going to have a couple of more laughs with a few other of the old school artists that I was able to say with you guys, because this was hilarious to me. Uh, one of the ones is my mom's favorite uh, that I sent to her, because, honey, he was moving exactly like the elderly should. Uh, let's look, listen to what K. Michelle explained about the whole thing with Angela Yee. Here we go. Interview with The Shade Room, where she talked about her beef with Angela Yee. She said she was banned from the breakfast club and banned from going into the Sony building. She said she was waiting for Angela Yee outside. She basically said, I was waiting on you at the door. What about Angela Yee? Where, where do you guys stand? Girl, I don't get I know Angela Yee. <laughs> Who the fuck? Y'all the media. Y'all been trying to let that girl win. Y'all know that bored as you know, maybe you should, you should, um, you know, they're doing like co-hosts on Breakfast Club. I will take it over. You should go, you know. They don't need me up there. You should go one, one day. <laughs> I am banned. You're banned? I'm banned from the Breakfast Club and the Sony building. Me, DMX, and Michael Jackson. I'm in great comforts, okay? Wait. I go, okay? They banned you because of you and... Oh, because I was outside for her. Oh, you were outside for her? I was outside for her because I don't play them games. You're not finna be drinking my bottles. I don't respect it. So you gonna talk to me? We gonna talk. You wanna talk? We gonna talk. Would you be open to talking? That you wanna talk? We gonna talk. You ain't gonna be talking to higher ups and media trying to block folk because you a punk. I did not know you were banned. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, girl, I got my own eggs and sausage and biscuit for the breakfast club. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know. They said nothing in years. I've been down here peaceful. Yeah, like, I said what I said to you. I never acted in no type of way with you. Did that. It's the truth. I never played with y'all. Mm -hmm. It was always the truth. So, who the, like, that's not Wendy Williams. I love Wendy Williams. I love her too. That ain't none of that. Like, girl, ain't nobody around here. When I grow up, I want to be Angela Yee. Who the f you know says like that? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> the shade. <laughs> Michelle is something else. Kay Michelle. She went in and laughed. Do you hear me? I told y'all she went hard as a mug on there. Uh, for real, okay? She went in. A as well she should. Like, why are you running to hire us? <laughs> you should have kept my name out your mouth, boo. You should have kept my hoo-ha out your mouth. You weren't, you You never had my hoo-ha to even say anything about whether or not it smells. <laughs>
And it's such an odd thing. If she said that on the radio, that's such an odd thing. Oh, you know they said uh, she stinks. Girl, yes. Like, why is you talking about that? What grown person reports on some shit like that? <sighs> Girl. I, exactly. Uh, oh, here comes Shantae. K. Michelle really needs to shut the fuck up. <laughs> A hit dog will holler. They gay, They have gynecologists for that. That's so bold, Shantae. You want somebody talking about your hoo-ha on the radio station? Like for real, if somebody was talking about saying talking about saying Shantae's who hot be smelling a hot mess, that's what uh so and so said. He was up here. Uh, he said he slept with her. Her who hot was a hot mess. You mean to tell me you wouldn't be mad at Angelique for putting that information out? I mean, like, I get if she had firsthand knowledge, but to be up there reporting some shit that somebody didn't told you, that's just inappropriate, girl. <laughs> She said she's not going on a radio station with stank coochie. <laughs> coochie. <Yeah. laughs> but I'm just saying, why is you even speaking on another woman's uh body part if you ain't never had it? You know what I'm saying? Like, why? Yeah. Keep keep my name out your mouth. Like, that ain't even nothing you should have reported. And then to have me come up and interview with them after that was happening, you think I wouldn't have said something to Angela Yee? I would have did the same thing Michelle, uh, K. Michelle said to her. I would have said, how dare you sit here and act like everything is everything when you was just talking about my hoo-ha on the radio station to millions of people like everything is coolie-coolie between us. You got some nerve. Like, I would have went on her too. Uh, that's what they do on the breakfast club her whole segment is gossip well her whole segment but that they was doing an interview like uh, like that that stuff you could talk about off of the breakfast club or on your own platform not when you finna have k michelle coming on well was you gonna ask her about it well what did you think k michelle we did an interview with such and such the other day and he stated your hoo-ha was you know was not smelling as good as it could have been would have slapped the hell out of her. <laughs> Wop. <laughs> Keep my hoo-ha out your mouth, girl. Y'all don't even know me like that. Yeah, yeah, no. It's it's a it's a no bueno for me on that one. Girl, she gonna learn today. And so the like she really was doing some stuff. She really was. Uh let me uh also bring this up, you guys, since we was talking about the elderly and stuff performing, because you know, we did uh Michelle A. We did um, Angela Wimbush, but I got somebody even legendary, but you could tell he in his 80s. You Don't come for him. I got two old school, old school artists that is, you know, still sounding good. You know, when they do, Angela was doing her job. Angela was, that's why she not on the breakfast club. Do your job somewhere else on, on lipstick or lip, whatever the hell her show is. She was yeah, doing I think her job, Joy. job is to report celebrity gossip, to report some bullshit that somebody whispered in your ear is not the same thing. She reports yeah. what's already out there, what's already being reported, not gossip like that. Come on now. I don't even think that was out there, though. That yeah, wasn't out there. Saying. Yeah, that's yeah, I, I was saying. It wasn't out there. That's something that somebody told her personally. <laughs> That mm -hmm. she's going back saying that's why I say it's inappropriate. If it's out in the news and you know somebody did an interview and said but K Michelle um smell and she just reported on it, I could understand. But to go up there 
and talk about something that somebody told you personally that you just happened to hear is not appropriate. Girl, how she know homeboy wanted her to tell that on uh, out to everybody too? That, that that just was some weird old stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, uh-uh. Hey, Joy, thanks for coming in, boo. Hi, Joy. Yeah, um, no. Did she say I that? Yeah, that's what she said, though, Joy. That wasn't something that was just like all out on the curb. That was something private that homeboy told her. She was being messy. Yeah. Because, you know, from what I hear, she didn't like Kay Michelle or they had some, like, it wasn't like a good type of vibe between them two anyway. But I still wouldn't okay. have told, said nothing like that. Personal hoo-ha information. But <laughs> personal who <laughs> uh, let's get into it though. Uh, but other people were saying it as well. Who else was saying it? I must have missed the memo on that. That was out on the curb. I uh, didn't get that. I didn't get that. Out in the news. Yeah, I didn't get that. Yeah. Um, let's go on into it, y'all. Y'all check out these old school artists, honey. They still out here, they legendary, but honey, they are looking like the elderly. Do not come for them. Now, y'all know my mama love her some him, okay? And uh the OJs was out doing their thing, honey. But I just want y'all to take a look. Now, y'all know this copyright infringement thing, so I'm gonna I'm gonna play what I can, let y'all listen to a little bit, and I'm gonna cut it off, but just watch the movements, okay? He gyrating. He doing no, he ain't gyrating. He slow moving. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just check it out. Look, look how he moving, girl. He doing that two step. Look, everybody else got a little rhythm. He looking like, ooh, it's about to move. My knee about to break. <laughs> Girl, they looking like they some old timers. Girl, they some old timers, honey. But they out there still touring. They doing their thing. Let's see what he said. Let's see. I want to say hello, man. Stiff like that. Why he stiff like that? He said he want to say hello to the band. But you see how it turned around. He got some um issues, back issues or something. Oh, you say yeah. And I, I, I tell him to get off me. He ain't looking Mr. Biggs good. Okay. He, he ain't looking Mr. Biggs good. I don't know how he old is. He probably what in his 80s? He probably is. Girl, honey, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. He saying. can look just like Mr. Biggs if he go purchase him some Beijing. <laughs> yes, that's Eddie. Eddie is 101. Leave him alone. Joy. Wow. He's 81, Sharon, aka Sharon said. I'm just 81 saying, you know, he's 81. 
Girl, he's he's still doing it. He's still doing it. He's just moving real slow and stiff, you know. Just (laughs) Shantae said I commend him for even getting on the stage. I get it. I get it. I'm just letting y'all know these old timers are still out here doing it, honey. Uh they're gonna they're gonna be touring until they bury six feet under. Now, this one, you don't you probably didn't even know who this was if the name wasn't at the bottom of the screen. I just want y'all to know he was here in the D recently. Take a listen. Take a listen. Alexander O'Neill, y'all. Pippin up in here on Detroit. Gonna go over here and do this show. Frankie Beverly made my boy El Divide. So I think it's gonna be kind of right. I'm in good spirits. Yes, indeed. But I don't know how long that shit's gonna last. But anyway, man, I'm rolling in a Maserati. I mean, may we stay pippin up in here? Peace. Peace, y'all. If, if if a crackhead could be in a Maserati, that's exactly how they would look. Let me tell y'all something. Drugs is a terrible <laughs> thing, uh, Rick James said. <laughs> uh, you say you love the OJ's joy. Okay, yes. Uh, yes, honey. She said, well, look, Arthur gets a hold of you. I'm telling you, uh, let me tell y'all something. If crackheads could be in a Maserati, that's exactly how they would look. Now, he's oh. i had a clip and i can't find it and i'm not going to look for it because we got to move on but i'm enjoying talking about the back down memory lane folks um uh, i had a, a a glimpse of sherelle in concert so she might have been here too and she was cracking all over the place she couldn't hit that nan note now y'all know that she and him Okay, Alexander O'Neill was part of the crack the crackhead club. All of them together was doing the same thing. And they didn't take care of their voices real good. Now, I didn't get a clip of Alexander O'Neill singing, which I'm going to look for for the next time we go live. And I'm going to try to refine that uh, Sherelle one clip too, honey, where she was cracking all over the place singing the song. She couldn't even say Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, okay? Barely was able to hit a note. But nonetheless... You know, y'all, y'all old school artists are out here touring and still trying to make some money, okay? <laughs> so y'all got to support them where you can. It might be a little cracking, but Ooh. they keep moving. Just don't don't go when Michelle um, has been drinking or she went, had, you know, a full-bledged a full-fledged uh crackhead uh, episode. Don't, don't do it, because she don't even sing any of the words of her songs, okay? I'm just I would have been upset if I would have found out that she was up there, you know. Mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. if I would have paid my money to go up there, I'd have been pissed the hell off. Oh, hell no, girl. Yes. Uh, I agree with you. If, if I would have paid my money to see that hot mess that org, we would have been fighting. Okay, I would have drug her by her head off that stage. Ain't no way in hell I would have paid no money for me to just... Uh, y'all didn't even play the music. Somebody was beatboxing in the back. <laughs> Somebody was beatboxing in the background. Did y'all hear it? <laughs> they, they started off playing the music and then the, the DJ said, oh, Lord, I know where this is going. And then somebody started beatboxing. <laughs> <laughs> Nonetheless, let me tell y'all, I really, really love the old school artists of the BGs. Do we got some BG uh, fans in the house? Now, some of y'all might not know who the BJs are, but the, the, the BGs are. But I love some of the old school songs from the Bee Gees. Now, most of their songs come from Saturday Night Live, uh, from uh, when uh, John Travolta was doing Saturday Night, uh, you know, 
Uh, I love the lead singer, the one that hit the high notes with the long hair. That was my fave, okay? But I want to show y'all this little clip I thought was so cute, okay? Because they really were singing this song, okay? And we're going to mess around with the volume, of course, you guys, because this, you know, copyright infringements. But I want y'all to take a listen to this. And these are Chin Chinese or Japanese people. I don't know which one it is, but I, I want y'all to take a look. They did the damn thing, okay? Yes, they can sing. Okay, here we go. Y'all ready? Nobody gets too much heaven no more. It's too much money to come back. I'm waiting in line. Oh, where? A line. Wait a minute. Look at him. Y'all don't come for them when they is singing their hearts how they sound just like the real deal. They look like them. They just midgets. Y'all know they the the uh Bee Gees was like six foot close to the six foot mark. That's what had me cracking the hell up. Look, just look. They was tearing it up, boo. They was tearing. <laughs> they sound pretty good. I ain't gonna lie. But um, Joy said no, ma'am. Joy said no, ma'am. Joy just sent the clip of Sherelle. Uh, oh, she did. Okay, I'm gonna go to the Sherelle one. Thank you, Joy. Look, the only one. Uh, she said the only BGs that's living is Barry. I think Barry. That was the lead singer, right? She said, "No, thank you." <laughs> they was doing it. You don't think they was doing it? They. I'm sorry. They was doing it. Nobody gets too much heaven, no It's much better to come. <laughs> yes the lead singer okay thank you, you love i love the bgs joy i love them oh girl let me pull up this clip thank you joy for sending me the uh oh gosh <laughs> oh gee let me send this uh one of sherelle honey because she was the y'all y'all let me know y'all let me know let me know Oh, <laughs> here goes Sherelle, y'all. I just want y'all to listen to Sherelle. Here it is. She said, no, they were not. Go home. I don't know what you thought. They was doing it. They was doing it. They gave a good rendition. They looked the part. They sounded the part. They sound like the fucking <laughs> They sound right, but they do sound like Alvin and the Chipmunks. Now. Don't get me wrong. Alvin and the Chipmunks, girl, they used to sing some good songs. <laughs> <laughs> you so stupid. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, let's look, let's look at Sherelle. Let's look at Sherelle, y'all. Ooh. Mm -mm -mm. All I got to say is, Lord have mercy. Here we go. Nobody gets too much heaven no more. It's too much better to come. 
Lord have mercy. I've had lots of loving, but Ooh, I no. love like this. <laughs> Woo! Thank y'all. Thank you. And then I talk about the oh. I knew what you were all about, but then I did. Baby, they better stop and start lip syncing. That's what I'm going to recommend for them because they tripped <laughs> Girl, they was in the comments talking about how this you couldn't sing a lick, but you was wearing that dress. Try to get back up. <laughs> yeah, she called her ho- girl horrible. Sounded horrible. She didn't turn nobody on with that. <laughs> That's real auntie vibes. That is real auntie vibes. <laughs> oh God. Oh God. Lord have mercy. Let me tell y'all something. <laughs> Girl, I love I love when I catch the old school artists come up. Okay. I really do. Cause they, they keep me motivated. Okay. Cause some of them be looking still good, but the but the parts of them singing is just a whole hot mess. Yeah, Don't worry. Uh, you know. No, it, nobody. <laughs> let it go. Nobody. Just lip sing. We'll still like it. <laughs> Yeah, just lip sync to the song, especially if if they. I don't know who told her she she had it going on at Soundcheck. Okay, <laughs> I don't know who told her she had it going on at Soundcheck because that was just a terrible, terrible thing. Okay, let's get into it, you guys. So the word on the curve, honey, is Ti and Tiny. They said enough is enough. Nuck if you buck. And if you bucking, then you got to pay the dough, okay? Uh, they asking for 165 k from their ex-friend who filed a lawsuit against them back in the day. Now, I know y'all remember this story because we talked about it here on the curb as well. You guys got to get into it. Uh, but according to the Neighborhood Talk, honey, they, she, they was filing a defamation lawsuit. And they are saying, hey, 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 you sent us through all of this, ma'am? Uh, you need to pay my money. You said I love uh Frankie Beverly at, at his concert. Oh, we we showed Frankie Beverly last time. He was he he couldn't hit a note either. He couldn't hit a yeah, note. Frankie went down here. Damn, this is sad. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> it was terrible. I was just like, this is this is something else. Uh, but let me tell y'all something. 
they asking for the money okay this is what they're saying so this says oops ti and tiny demand ex-friend accuser sabrina peterson to pay them 165k after majority of her defamation lawsuit against the couple is dropped so that lawsuit finally got dropped you guys it took a long time it's been how many years that her and uh what is the other the Sha, shaquanda girl the, what's the girl's name that that was friends with tiny and they know i so kind of honey, I mean, they they ain't been friends for what three years now or something like that. I don't know how long this lawsuit been going on, but um, they said in twenty twenty one. So that was oh, around the same time that they so. stopped being friends with Shekinah, Shekinah, Shekinah. But if it was a frivolous lawsuit, she does need to reimburse them because she doesn't cost them money. Them people, um. You know, they, they took their show off of air when all these accusations came out. Yes, they did. So if y'all don't remember, they were she was slandering their names. Remember, she was uh getting people riled up saying that she had so many people that was coming out here saying that they was drugging them allegedly and mm -hmm. trying to sexually assault them as well. Um, so uh women in their home, women in their home so sabrina even filed a defamation suit where she claimed that ti and tiny went on social media and questioned her character to the whole world and fast forward to now a judge has overturned some of the allegations so the couple wants sabrina to cough up the money and notice how they said some of the allegations so what were the ones that were still kept they said five of the seven causes of action against the couple uh, after decision to keep all allegations on the lawsuit was initially upheld by the lower court judge. So they dropped five of the seven, meaning the higher court felt that five of Sabrina's claims weren't enough to be battled in court. Due to this victory, T.I. and Tiny want Sabrina to pay their uh, 165K legal bills. Okay. I mean, I don't know if they did it or not, but if you're going to bring out a damn lawsuit and try, call yourself destroying people, you better have your ducks in a row, gal. You better have your money set to the side, okay? Pay okay. them what you well, owe she, them. Um, she also was saying that T.I. had held a gun to her head or something. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know what proof she had about that. Now, I, don't, I do remember the gun situation. Uh, yeah, it was during COVID. Yeah, but I don't remember uh, if she had proof of that or was that just hearsay? I wonder what part didn't get dropped. Yeah, me too. Uh, they sure did lose a lot. They lost a lot. Serious allegations. I mean, their reputation is... I mean, it's a little sketchy. You know, if you look through the comments, like if you see a post about T.I. Tiny, you still will see people calling them rapists and kidnappers and shit. So, you know, it definitely has. Yeah, because a lot of, yeah, that was part of her lawsuit as well. And she ended up getting a bunch of people that was coming forward. Remember, she had an attorney and she was went live and was saying, hey, you guys, any of you guys that, uh, Y'all had some kind of situation between them to contact this attorney and they were saying they was getting flooded with a whole bunch of people coming up there. Girl, I don't believe a whole bunch of people was coming up there doing that, but that's what they were saying. That's what she I mean, was because saying. When, if Tiny and T.I. was doing threesomes and whatever, um, you know, them people be participating with their asses willingly. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, don't be up here like you wasn't all up into it, you freaky deekies. 
And if I'm not mistaken, they had confidentiality agreements. They had some NDAs. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, Shantae said, no, nah, reputation was shot when T.I. turned snitch on them gun charges. <laughs> Me tell <Okay>. it. <laughs> I ain't even going to go there with Chantal. I'm letting you go. <laughs> you know Michelle is a damn mess. But the, the clip you was going to look for uh-huh. for Alexander well, uh-huh. Jordan came across the girl. She didn't got it. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute, honey. Sherelle and Alexander O'Neal. Okay. Una memento papha. Oh, you hear me? Okay, because uh, honey, I got to hear this. I got to hear how he was turning it up. Hold on. <laughs> oh, let me see. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay, here we go. Here we go. I'm about to play it right now. Girl, I'm telling you, these old school artists, honey, they be having me laughing because I be like, and this was at uh, a concert here in Detroit, you guys, so keep that in mind. This was the D, and I'm surprised they allowed them to walk off, not get booed off the stage. Y'all know Detroit is hardcore like New York. They don't be caring. If you can't sing, uh-uh. It's a rap. Here we go. Wait a minute. They was at Shane Park. I know that stage and stuff too good. They was at Shane Park, which is now uh, the Aretha Franklin Theater, downtown Detroit. Uh, they was at Shane Park, okay? Uh, it, uh, and uh, he sound like he, uh, you know, when they have fake teeth and they be slurring their words through their teeth, suckering, suck a tad, suckering, th- that's what he sound like, but pay attention. Oh, Here we go. <laughs> What y'all think so far? Pretty good? Yeah. Sherelle sounds fine. Go why? Why her. she was singing? She was sounding horrible on, one, on her solo, though, though, though. Girl, her oh, no. notes don't work no more. You I take that back. Girl, bye. <laughs> Move the screen down. Oh, I did. I, you couldn't see it. Uh, did y'all see Todd and Candy's movie? Uh, Sean checked it out and didn't check back in, and I haven't started it. Where's the lie in what I said? What what lie? What you said, uh, Shantae? <laughs> That's right. They participated in stuff. So what do they expect? Uh-huh. Girl, you got to elaborate. You got to elaborate on that, Shantae. What lie? What lie? Yeah, that was not a good look. Uh, so sad, so sad. Uh, let's get into this next topic, y'all. We got to talk about this whole situation that Monetta Shaw didn't open her mouth about, honey, because she then came out and told some moti about her and Neo's relationship, which 
Honey, let me tell y'all something. My nigga Shaw is married now, and you should be keeping Neo's name out of your mouth at this particular time because, um, yeah. Don't nobody care no more about Neo. Y'all not together. We already said it was a whole situation, and that was kind of messed up about the thing of him having you tie your tools, but he ended up getting married and had more kids in the relationship uh, and some outside of the relationship. But that was bold that he made you uh, completely tied up so that you couldn't have no more. That was y'all agreement. But take a listen to what she was saying about this whole situation with uh, them having threesomes and such. Here we go. Uh, well, you know, um, he just, he wasn't ready. Okay. So yeah, we cheated together, if that makes sense. And then it just wasn't enough. And I was like, well, no, I didn't sign up to Wait, do this every day. We cheated, so you cheated. No, baby. I mean, you know, like we did things together. So not, it's not cheating if you're involved with it. Oh. Yeah. Like the little. Okay. Hey, y'all. She classy, but she got the other side. Okay. When she wanted. A lady in the street. Whatever you're going to be. Yeah, yeah. And maybe. whatever in the Hi, street. Maybe. Just very multifaceted. And that's where I was at that time. And But it became a problem when you want that, you know, a lot. Yeah. Like, maybe I'll give you maybe twice a year, you know. But, you know, or it was like three times. But it's like, too oh. Too much for you. Yeah, it was too much. I'm like, oh, if you want that, you don't want me. You know, it was making it seem like I'm not enough. And, oh, wow. you know, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, you know, I grew up with a loving father, thank God, and a loving mother. So, you know, I know myself worth, even though we can lose it because, baby, I lost myself after, you know, I had to keep it cute and spicy and stuff, but it wasn't enough. And it is what it is, Shaz. So I knew, you know, the plan was coming auntie, later. You know, auntie. just trust the process, Shaz. Okay, but, so yeah. then we met Heath. Yeah. He, I, you, he was cheating. Uh, well, you know, um, so she's saying it wasn't a cheaterization during the threesome, but it was just like it was not enough. He kept was, you know, asking for it, but it was not enough. So that means you really didn't want her. You just wanted two women. I get that. I totally get that. Uh, she don't sound like yeah. the song. Stop lying. She don't sound like the song. Girl, I said at first, you know. <laughs> Yeah, at first, I, but things went yeah. downhill pretty quick, you know. But I as far out. as Monetta, she was saying that she had mentioned this years ago in her book. She like, y'all should got that damn book. This old tea, you know. Mm -hmm. I remember her talking about it before. It wasn't, it wasn't news to me. But the fact that she was just out here talking about it again, that's why I said it's time to move on. Why are we still having this conversation about Neo? You married now. You shouldn't be talking about him like that no more. About what y'all were doing in your past life. Like, that was done and over with now. Uh, what is it about these married people having addictions in their bedroom? I don't know. But see, remember I was telling, we was having this conversation before, how Holly weird mm -hmm. is that way. Like, that's their norm. That's their norm. Because that's how they get down. That's why it's so hard for them to have a relationship with just one individual because they were prone to be out here having multiple sexual uh relationships with multiple people that that's what the rock and roll type of lifestyle is for all artists you know it's really weird like you know so when you get a a, a artist who is in a monogamous relationship for so many years you be like well dang because you know it's unheard of i think it's what the the max for holly weird is maybe three years of marriage um i don't know 
not but a long time. I think a lot of people do like, a, especially the women that are married to a famous man, they feel a sense of obligation to do that type of thing because they like, well, I might as well do it with him because he's going to do it anyway, you know? Right. And if he's not going to stay with just you, then you need to move on. If I mean, if that's the type of relationship. Right. If that's the type of relationship. Want a monogamous relationship. Some people don't. But if you want one, you know. Right. And Joy said it. The women allowing it, thinking it would keep the man with them, that's crazy. Yeah, that is super. Yeah, that rarely works from what I can see. You be down here doing all this shit, and next thing you know, they still cheating with some damn body. And you see what happened. So she let Mm -hmm. him go at the right time, and you see what happened when he got with the next one. Yeah, it's very weird. That's so sad. Move on, self-love. Exactly. Gone. She in a new uh relationship, so you know, she newly married. What well, they've been married, what I would say about a year or so. Correct me if yeah. I'm wrong, I'm not sure. So still newly married, you know. Shout out to them. Uh hopefully this is her her last marriage okay let's get into this next hot topic so boosie is out here honey he getting a lot of flashbacks and uh conversation pieces about what he did with his daughter because i guess she was being a brat expecting things or whatever and he was just like no i'm not having that so he took his her car that he had gifted her and then he turned around and did a diss track on his own daughter. That's why his own flesh and blood. Uh, we got a couple of different clips here. Uh, let's let's look at this first one here about the threats. Okay, the threats, honey. Uh, and see what little Boosie said. Uh, okay, here we go. Keep it real. We gonna tell it. That shit hurt me. We gonna tell it. I raised, I raised them to be, I raised them. I raised them to be precious gold. My daughters, I raised them to be precious gold. Yeah, I I told her that about three, four times. I told her I was going to black eye about three, four times. Hopefully I instill some fear in her. Like it ain't work. Jay Z would never. Jay Z ain't got my baby mom. Beyonce would never. <laughs> the whole, the whole point was about him not being never been there for me mentally anytime i felt happiness from this man it was temporary very temporary bumped it down real quick i can say a lot i'm really limiting my talk and i can say a lot Tell him why you really left him up there. Tell him oh, that. yeah. I, first of all, I talked to him. I, I'm like, I'm moving. I've been telling him I'm moving to Houston. Been, been, been telling him. So, boom, at the time I had my car, I was doing the transportation. My mom, I had to drive, I had to drive up here with my mama. And because she had a bad car accident. Like, what's, like, what's that, what's that hard to understand? Like, I was really in a wheelchair. And then on top of that, we got into it like we got into it like at least two to three days, at least two to three days before. You know, he told me and my mama. No, no, he said 
Yes, he did. Me and my mom. But when we really got niggas started getting into it, when he was like, I don't give a. F I don't give a fuck about your mama being in no car wreck. Woo the woo, cause I want to go home and help my mama. And who I went home. What y'all want me to do? Be a yes man? Oh yes, sir. Yes, sir. I want to go home and help my mom who almost died in a car wreck. Who was there for me when you was locked up in that hole? It's Lord told but anything with me. I swear to God, Lord told but I'm trying to see if it's so done. Why I keep talking about it? You still man. Whew, okay, so <laughs> I don't That's even know. That's really sad to see um a father and a daughter beefing like this, and both of them going to social media like they ain't got good, especially the daddy. Boosie, you two all be going on social media beefing with your own child. That's just re damn ridiculous, sir. Well, I mean, I guess uh you know the whole situation just turned into another ordeal. Because, you know, yeah. she was saying a lot in that little little clip. You know what I'm saying? She said that he wasn't there for her mentally. The mom was in a car accident that almost died. And he was like, F her and the mama. But what, 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 all because she wanted to go home? Is that what I'm understanding? She said that accent, honey. Yes, honey, it was. That's so sad. Why social media, though? Yeah, I don't get why they ran the social media either. But all because she wanted to go home to help her mom? You know, and Boosie said something in the other clip. He was just like, you know, y'all ain't, Jay, when they was like, Jay-Z would never. And he said, Jay-Z ain't got the type of baby mama I got. So it's something going on with the baby mama, too, uh, listening to what Boosie is saying. But I don't know, all because she said she wanted to go home to help her mom. Like, that's crazy, though. But Boosie didn't care. He ended up making a whole damn uh, diss track, cut off my daughter for life. <laughs> Girl, he said he changed his will. Just crazy. Girl, oh my God. Let's take a listen to what he said. Oh, child, this is something here. You guys, you see how many clips we got to go through? Oh, Jesus. Here we go. Here we go. It's about the line coat. Well, at AMG Benz, I'ma need that back. Won't play it like that. You ain't about to keep that. Guess the bitch still mad because her brother got wet. Just the same nigga fuck your little sister in the cat. Yeah, you suck bleak dick while I fuck you from the back. You ain't never been oh, shit. Hell no. Join Craig for late. Go to jail, everybody. Wait a minute. <laughs> you see all this about your daughter? This is too much. Anywho, on to the next slide. He said, don't know blank run in my blood. My mama blood run all through me like she damn near made me herself. Torrance, just a sperm donor that ain't my father. Don't act like one never did. Only acted like one when he knew props was going to be given or just for social media. Oh, social media loving blank hater. Blank. Hate blank. Oh, God. Then he said, off my page, I don't blank around. Every time I try to give this blank the benefit of the doubt or give him a chance to be a dad, he blank it up. This is from the daughter. So, yeah, that's no longer my father. Dad, dad. Die, daddy, all that ish dead. Don't label me as no boosy daughter. Effing N word. Oh, wow. That's sad. Jerome said, No, her mama filed child support. 
Oh, yeah. Her mother did try to file child support, and the daughter up and left the house because he got served. She was staying with him for the summer. So he had been taking care of her financially, I assume, but the mother wanted some coin. So she started to file. She wanted a formal support agreement. But if he is taking care of her, how would that result in child support? She's not with the mom all of the time. Yeah, she want to go stay with her. The girl says she wanted to move to Houston, so I guess Mm -hmm. I'm assuming... That's where her mother stays. Okay. Okay. Well, it's plenty of the slides about this whole thing, but uh, I guess he took the car pack and he did put the car in the video as well. Um, you know, I I, I don't know. Y'all y'all want to see the rest? I mean, to talk about some wipe your tears, wipe your tears, woo do woo. Do it look like I've been crying, my nigga? I ain't been crying. You just a bitch. You gonna stay one. One thing a nigga ain't finna do is finna inst. I don't even Instagram beef a host the fucker like Instagram beefing with a nigga who about to be forty or some something like that because he lied about his age so much. Girl, you don't know who your dad is, Lord. <laughs> Girl, I'm so over this already. <laughs> I mean, it's really just sad. It's to see them talk about each other like they strangers. It's terrible. Girl, it's giving me 50 Cent and his oldest son vibes. It's really, it's really giving me a lot. It's very sad. Yeah. Yes, it's too much. So was he was his financial support consistent? Yes, yeah, see, I'm not getting that. I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't that can't be that. about his daughter. I don't know. It it, it sounds like it's between the mama and the daughter. That's it's it's both of them, if you ask me. It's crazy. Child. Like, no y'all done sever ties, sever ties, and just get your asses off social media because it's it's you know, y'all say y'all sever ties, let it go, you know. Yeah. That's it's so sad, crazy. but you know. Yeah. Oh, well. Uh, they said Tina Turner's son has finally got out of jail after three months being locked up. I didn't even know that he was incarcerated. Y'all know we talk about Ike, Ike uh, Jr. Um, but uh, here's what the article is saying, child. Oh, Lord. He served his jail time. Tina Turner's son, Ike Jr., released from jail nearly three months after attempting to eat drugs during a traffic stop. So according to the Jasmine brand, the report from Radar Online, the son, adopted son, remember that this one was not really by Tina. Uh, the adopted son of the late Tina Turner was released from police custody last month after making a desperate move to hide drugs from authorities. As previously covered, Ike Turner Jr., who is now 64, was arrested on May 6th in Alvin, Texas, and charged with drug possession and tampering with evidence. The musician was reportedly stopped for an equipment violation, allegedly over broken head and tail lights. However, things took a turn after police reportedly noticed he had attempted to ingest 
the substance in a last ditch effort to hide his illegal drugs. A vehicle search resulted in authorities finding 1.7 grams of crack cocaine and 0.7 grams of methamphetamines. Reportedly, there was a female passenger in the car who was arrested alongside Ike Jr. and also charged with drug possession. After a reported 79 days behind bars, legal documents obtained by Ray revealed the celebrity son was released on July 24th. It's noted that the time served was in connection to the drug charges and that the tampering charges were dropped. Okay. This is a whole mess. Like all of this after your mom then passed away, like you getting in trouble. Like I, you know, I cannot, con- I don't, I, I don't understand why the love of life. Some people are still on crack cocaine of all things to be addicted to. Okay. She said, yeah, it's sad. It's terrible after all these years. You know what? I don't know why I thought that um all these people were deceased. Shit, I thought Ike Turner was uh Junior was deceased too. Hell. <laughs> Girl, you know there's so many conspiracy theory things around here where the hell they didn't die multiple times every year, honey. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> oh Lord, here you go over here tripping. <laughs> <laughs> hey they did it to bob barker how many times they said bob barker was dead and then y'all just reported it a few what last week he died again <laughs> well you know they that's what you call the mandela effect where you automatically think shit didn't happen but it hasn't happened you know girl i don't even know that that sound like some boogaloo stuff to me i don't know i look the fact that he's 64 you know, that's really what set me a, a whole trippity trip back because I thought he is I Turner's son was older than 64 years. <laughs> so I'm with you on that one, boo. I don't know. Just a whole uh sad situation um to still do. Well, this is this. Let's get up to this next one, y'all. Cause I kind of been just uh, we got one more after this one to go before we end it for the night. But I really want to talk about this thing. Now, was this one one of the ones that was old or not, Sean, about the teacher uh with uh the white kid threw the shoe at her? Oh no, I have no idea, friend. I did see it though. Very interesting video, but I don't know. If it was a new video or an old video, mm-hmm. I honestly, when I saw it, because I it was three was days shocked. ago, mm-hmm. I, I was just so shocked that I that it happened. I thought it was a damn skit. Oh, okay. Well, according to the Jasmine brand, which this was posted three days ago on the Jasmine's brand um, Instagram, TikToker user reacts to black teacher kicking student out of her class after being disrespected. So according to what this what this video is, uh, the the student threw a shoe at the teacher while she was teaching and she asked her to leave the class and she refused to do so. Let's let's take a listen. I want you to get up. I'm get not up. going anywhere. Get up. I'm and not get out my getting classroom. up. Get up and get I'm out of my classroom. I'm coming get right up here. Get out my classroom. I'm gonna just read my book. Really? You ain't trying to read. You weren't thinking about reading when you threw that that shoe at me. Was you reading then? Was you reading then? You ain't reading then. Was you reading then? Yeah. Did you want to read then? Yeah. I told you to read five pages. Evidently, you didn't want to read then. 
Because guess what? You took a shoe and you took it upon yourself to toss it at me while I'm trying to teach my lesson. Did it hit you though? It don't matter if it hit me. You so disrespecting me in my own classroom. Okay, and? And. What are you going to do about it? And. only like 30 minutes left in this class. I don't anyways. care if it's five it minutes, one minute, zero minutes. Look, I threw something else. Goodness. Little girl. Little girl. You know what I would do? No. I don't. What are you going to do? Because right now, I'm very professional. What are you going to do? Some students take it their own hands. I would have lost my job. It, girl, I'm telling you, ain't no way in heck I, that would have happened to me. As a student, I would not... I would have not let her talk to our teacher like that, right? Nobody stood up for her. Parents do not teach respect anymore. That's what a lot of teachers are saying, which is why a lot of them don't want to teach anymore. Hats off to the teachers for having the kind of patience to not put her hands around that lady, around that kid's neck and choke slow, because that's what I would have did. What's wrong with these kids? I don't know what is wrong know. with these kids. Oh, they is, feel entitled. I don't, I don't know. Honestly, it's sad though. Girl, just crazy. That student was terrible and lucky all at the same time. I agree. Yeah, I could never be a teacher. I commend teachers who stay in the teaching profession because ain't no way. Ain't no way. <laughs> I, could, I couldn't do it. You hear me? I could not do it. Um, yeah. So hopefully that lady will the, the student will be expelled let's get into this next thing y'all coco and i know i'm gonna butcher her last name is it golf or golf expressed frustration with chair umpire doing a match against laura siegmund now apparently honey she was over there taking her sweet time trying to do her her um her ball bouncing before she hit the ball to uh start the tennis game she was sitting down when she wasn't supposed to be sitting down during the match and everything just a whole situation and uh apparently she finally stood up and said something about the um the umpire lady you're not doing your job you letting her get away with all this type of stuff uh this is what she said let's take a look and i commend her on this about damn time you gave her time violation once. How is this fair? No, you're calling the score after the point is over. It's not like we're playing one point. You're calling the score like six seconds after the point is over. Yeah, yeah. She's 100% right. You missed her like four times. She's never ready. It's not like we're having two 30 ball rallies. It's two balls. She's going to the knee. I'm not going. I'm going at normal speed. As any ref here, I go at medium pace speed. She's, but she can't to every single point. And everybody in this crowd knows they're not going to stop. And it's quiet the whole match. I didn't think they clapped when you gave her time balance because she's been missing for like six points. Last first step, every game, second step, every game. I didn't say nothing, but now it's ridiculous. I don't care what she's doing on her serve, but my turn, she has to be ready. Okay, well, well said. As if she I didn't know that's right. Get them together, yeah. girl. Book her piece. Yeah. Right. right, that's right. Be ready. Quit sitting over here taking your slow ass time. Yes, her serve. Exactly. 
Yep, she was using tactics trying to slow Coco's momentum down so that she would lose the game. And she was doing that on purpose, y'all. And she ended up losing the game herself. But she was talking mad junk when she walked off of the court in the back room and they was over there filming trying to find the people that was around her at the time. She walked to the back door to see what the heifer had said because that one lady turned around and was like, <gasps> like so flabbergasted at what she said. They want to know what she said so they can get at her some more y'all y'all think she said the n-word what y'all think she called her or said when she walked in that back room yeah ain't no telling i ain't no telling but it was a guy that had a bag a tennis bag and he had a ball in his hand that was walking towards the door she was coming through the door and then it was another white lady on the side that was standing there and she was the one who turned her head when she walked past and heard what she said and had that facial expression look like oh my god that's the one i want to know what she said ask her she said of course she did <laughs> oh my god that was super crazy i'm so glad that she um what was this one you sent to me shine let me see Oh, okay. That was the that was the Alexander O'Neill thing. Okay. Uh, yeah, that was super crazy. I don't know. Uh, last but not least, y'all, I don't know what is going on with your boy Charleston, but Charleston White, y'all know he had a boxing match with the homeboy, right? Well, he also he remember he had the uh had maced him on one thing. Well, this time he hit him upside the head with some kind of pig poker knife or something like that, girl. Ran up on him at the hotel, honey. They ain't done. They is not done. We leaving out with a bang, you guys. <laughs> I don't know what the heck is wrong with Charleston, okay? He is crazy as all boogaloo, okay? But he, he don't seem like he wanted to be messed with. Y'all better get into it. Here we go. <laughs> These people is crazy as hell. All are crazy. Now I heard it when it went. I heard that. I heard it. 
Justin White is something else. He a mace ass. He a put a weapon. And my, my thing is, if you're going to be talking this much shit, you got to at least know how to fight. I don't think he know how to fight. Girl, he stayed with a weapon. Why would he need to fight? <laughs> Girl, like, you he just stay with a weapon. Child, I don't know what's going on, y'all. I do not. But th I, this world, I swear to God, every time we have to report on some of these news, and some of the news that we reporting on is like regular smuggler stuff too sometimes, I just be shaking my head. Like, what in the hell is going on? Last week, he had, he uh did this, uh the, what's my call it? She, he sprayed him with the <laughs> pepper spray. No. I, I don't know. And then, of no, course, y'all, y'all got Mm -hmm. No, I was gonna ask is him and this guy supposed to be doing like a boxing, like a celebrity boxing or something. Yeah, they are. And at the at the the announcement of it, where they meet up with each other or whatever, they that's mm -hmm. when he sprayed them with the pepper spray. Like you know, oh. the guy came up there, he had the fist up or whatever. You know, they supposed to take their pictures and stuff like that. They talk their little trash or whatever. They announced the date and stuff, and he pepper sprayed his ass. And so now this week he done went to the hotel the homeboy was at and he didn't pig poker knife this boy. <laughs> and it's not okay. He did. He he put a dash in his head. How is he not in jail? I don't know. He didn't get caught. And homeboy mm -hmm. didn't seem like he filed no charges because at first he didn't even know he had got got. Like I heard the I heard it. Why he didn't why didn't he even feel it? Probably his adrenaline. But Ain't no telling. But look, y'all, if y'all want to go out here, if y'all in love with y'all mate the way that y'all say y'all in love, then put it on the tattoo because that's what Dennis Rodman did. He decided to get his girlfriend and him tatted on his butt cheeks. <laughs> that's real love, yeah. huh? Because I like it. Oh, something <laughs> Does that make you crazy? What you say, Sean? I just said uh, Dennis Rodman is special in touch. <laughs> and Dennis, yes, to answer your question, it does make you crazy, okay? Uh, <laughs> was there no other place available to get the tattoo? You just had to get it on your left clapper. <laughs> oh, man. Oh my God! What is what is going on? Like for real? Like and who are you planning on showing that to? TMI? <laughs> I know. That did you need to know? Gonna be staring at your ass. Who gonna be looking at your ass all the time to see this tattoo? Exactly. Who he getting it from the back from? <laughs> oh Lord, that's a fair question. So I think like, who's going to see this? <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, oh, God. Girl, I don't know. Somebody's going to be seeing it, I guess. <laughs> he want to show it off to somebody. Somebody going to be seeing them clappers. <laughs> and it's going to be walking around. Somebody. Oh, well. <laughs> Oh God, that stuff had me cracking the hell up. Well, it's only one way somebody gonna see your ass cheeks like that, homeboys. If you get it from the back, okay. 
<laughs> wow, how did this make the list? <laughs> Girl, a lot of stuff that was, wasn't supposed to be on the list was on the list, boo. I'm telling you, this was just hilarious to me because why? Why, Dennis? Why? Would you just please grow old gracefully somewhere? Like, he is crazy. Dennis is absolutely crazy, okay? He need to go sit down somewhere. Go sit down, sir. Sit down. Sit down, okay? All right? Well, look here, you guys. That was it for today, of course. I want to thank you guys for coming out and hanging with us for this time here today on Sixes Word on the Curb. And you know... We got Shantae in the chat, honey. She said, that this is asinine, pun intended. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, but we want you guys to make sure you like and follow us on all platforms so you can get the tea. Uh, I'm going to try to see if the girls want to, uh, I want to try to maneuver this thing on TikTok. So if y'all don't know, we just hit a thousand followers on TikTok. Okay. 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 So shout out to us for finally getting it on there. Yes. Uh, where's the cheers in the cab? There we go. Here we go. Uh, so I want to thank all of you who have been on TikTok and sharing and following and all of the content. Uh, now we're able to go live on the tip in the top. And I kind of want to um, play around with it. I don't know if tonight will be the night, but we'll see what the girls want to do and see if we can get something going on the TikTok and see how it works. Um, and so we'll catch you over there. It's at uh, Sixfo over there on the TikTok. Don't forget to follow us on Twitch at Sixfo. And we are on YouTube uh and on facebook six is word on the card and don't forget if you are into the podcast we also are on all streaming apps uh y'all can check us out there six is word on the card but i want to thank everybody for joining in thanks shantae for joining in in the chat and shine coming on deck with us shine the gossip always coming through with a joke good night good night everyone take care and see you saturday peace, peace.